0: Hello, and welcome to the 50th episode of Retrospection. Po- Yay! I was, I was jeering. Oh, okay. I thought you was jeering. That as well. All right. A podcast in which we take an old TV show or film, throw it into a rocket ship and see if it will soar into space or just burst into flames on the launch pad. My name's Colin, and I knew you were up to something. Though I'll confess, I hadn't thought of necrophilia.
1: You've been spying on me again. Um my name's Paul and for God's sake, strap yourselves down quick. Already have. Oh, I know you're always strapped in.
0: Yep. In this episode we're taking a look at Flash Garden from 1980, the BAFTA award nominated comic book sci-fi film from Get
1: Carter director Mike Hodges. None of that sentence makes sense, does it? No, no. No. <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't know it was back nominated. Uh, production Design and Costumes. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Starring Sam J. Jones as Flash Gordon. Melody Anderson as Dale Arden. Even her real name sounds like a comic book character. Melody Anderson. Yeah. Max von Sydow as the Emperor Ming. For some reason. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Top- we know why,
0: but. Yeah, Topol as Doctor Hans Zarkov. Yeah. Anela Mutti as Princess Aura. Aura. Or... Timothy Dalton as Prince Baron.
1: Hey, big Tim. Brian Blessed as Prince Fultan. Can't beat a bit of butter. I can't say it. So I'll say it. Can't beat a bit of butter. Bit of, yes. Can't that's beat what I was a bit of butter, Blessed. Bit of, bit, of,
0: bit of breast, bit <laughs> a bit of bit of breast. What are we talking about now?
1: Well he's oh, a big lad. He is, is a big lad. Yeah.
0: Peter yeah. Wingard as Clitus.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's had that <laughs> It does
0: sound like an S T D.
1: It does, yeah, and I'm sure we'll mention it again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Richard O'Brien as Fico.
1: You apparently he was very bored making this film, you know. Was he? Well he yeah. didn't have much to do. No, he said it he said it was very tedious.
0: But there is an actor who has even less to do. Do you know who it is? Blink and you'll Go miss him. On. Go on. Robbie
1: Coltrane. Yes, yes. We'll, 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 shall we talk about him when he pops up? Sure, we'll have to be quick, though. <laughs> Very quick, yeah.
0: <laughs> Helmed oddly by British director Mike Hodges, who had previously done gritty crime drama Get Carter. He's the obvious choice for it. Absolutely. Screenplay by Lorenzo Semple Jr., who had previously written episodes of Batman and Robin, Never Say Never Again, and darker material like Papillon, Three Days of the Condor.
1: Well, the the Batman, I can understand. That, that makes sense with mm-hmm. this, doesn't it? Yeah. But rest of it, not so much. No. <laughs> Versatile writer. Apparently, he was um, pressured into putting more humour into this film, which he didn't really want to do. See, that's interesting because... I
0: read that, that he was pressured by Dino De Laurentiis to put more mm-hmm. humor in it. But then if you listen to the director's commentary, mm-hmm. Hodges says that De Laurentiis
1: thought this was a serious film. Surely, yeah. Surely he didn't think it was a serious film once he saw what was going on.
0: No, no, he, he said Flash gowns to be serious, but Hodges was like, well, you, you don't laugh at it, you laugh with it. Kind of attitude. There's, there's obviously something weird about the
1: communication mm. between everybody in this film? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot. Of, there was a lot of friction going on behind the scenes, wasn't there with this? Yeah, there was. Music is by Queen, and it's a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Orchestral score by Howard Blake. Just D- did you know that originally um, Mike Hodges wanted Pink Floyd for the soundtrack?
0: Yes. In fact, Hodges used Pink Floyd on set, and was playing it when Queen turned up. <laughs> which he found a bit embarrassing.
1: My, I think it needed the Queen, though, um, soundtrack. It, it needed something really over-the-top and bombastic, and that's not really Pink Floyd, is it? It's not? I don't, I don't see Pink Floyd as a big bombastic band. Yeah, I suppose. Oh. You know, they're a bit more introspective, aren't they? Yeah. Whereas Queen are like, just look at us. Really, look at us. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, uh, originally, De Laurentiis wanted Federico Fellini to direct.
1: He did, yeah. Um, That would have been interesting. I think even a good choice, actually,
2: considering how it
1: looks in the end.
0: Yeah. And then George Lucas, in the 1970s, tried to make a version, but decided to do something um, called, what is it, Star Wars or something? Not sure what happened to that. Yeah, he'll never catch on that. No. Sergio Leone was also considered. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? Blood spurting everywhere. <laughs> Very bright ketchup red blood.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lots of fast zooms.
1: <laughs> and Nick Rogue was at one point going to do it as well, wasn't he? There's was quite a collection of directors. Yeah. Apparently, Nick Rogue's version would have had Debbie Harry as uh, Aura and Keith Carradine as Ming.
2: Hmm.
1: That would have been interesting. Yeah. What's your about Debbie Harry? I've seen her acting. It's uh patchy okay but then again i don't think uh Muti was cast for uh acting chops was she oh what, what do you think she was cast for paul her um her european um appeal nice you know she was a very well respected actress in europe at the time okay probably <laughs> very good uh, Sam Jones had an argument with De
0: Laurentiis and left the project before post-production. And large portions of dialogue are dubbed by another unknown actor, which is why Sam Jones left.
1: Yeah, but they picked, they picked an actor that sounds exactly like Sam Jones, though, didn't they? So why did they do that? I wonder. Well, I've I've heard two versions of this. One is that it was all over money; that he wanted more money. Okay. Um, and then he didn't like um the schedule of the uh the press junkets that he was going to have to do to promote the movie as well Hmm. but i've also heard that sam jones wasn't particularly easy to work with on set anyway that he would disappear all the time he'd get in fights in bars and at one point they even had to go and dig him out of a hospital didn't they does this guy think he's oliver reed i think he might i think he just went to his head a little bit okay but then again he Quite recently, he got into a bit of a spat with Lufaringo, didn't he, at a convention?
0: Oh, that's a wrestling match you want to see.
1: Yeah, did you not hear about this? I think no. the footage of it, there's footage of it on YouTube. Apparently, um, he took offence that Lufaringo's uh, queue was slightly bigger than his queue and accused Lufaringo of stealing people from his queue. Oh, queue envy. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, mm. and they had a bit of a set to in front of all the fans as well. Wow. So you got to see Flash Gordon take on the Hulk. That's kind of good. Yeah, that, I bet Marvel would kill for that or they Disney would. would. Yeah, Disney would whoever owns it at yeah. time left <laughs> doing the podcast. Yeah, so I don't think he's he's an easy chap to get along with anyway. It's kinda of strange considering he's not exactly huge or successful in the acting field. No, this film didn't do many favours, did it? No. no. I was watching an episode of um do you remember the T the, the V series Hunter? Yes, I do indeed. And I was watching an episode from about 1983, and I think it was the second episode of the season one, and he turned up in it in a tiny little bit part. And this was after Flash Gordon. Huh. Of course, we, he, another thing that he did in the 80s was a highwayman, wasn't it? Oh, yes, that, that, with Jane Badler. Jane Badler. It was He's kind to... of like a, a Mad Max
0: ripoff type thing, wasn't it? Yeah, with a truck that couldn't turn corners, so they had to cut it and edit every time the truck tried to make a turn. That's right. It was one of those things that turned up late nights on ITV, didn't it? Yeah, shot on videotape and it was at 1.30 in the morning and the only mm. two people on the planet watching it were you. And me. Wait,
1: no, me. You, me and you. You and you.
0: Well, two of you watching it. Grace, <laughs> there's two of you.
1: I was never alone. It was always me and me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got, go, going back to Sam Jones, apparently though, he's quite athletic and he did a lot of his own stunts for this movie. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you've got to get your money's worth, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Especially Dino De Laurentiis, I'm sure he was an expert at getting his money's worth. Yeah, apparently.
0: Hmm. Yeah. We we should also uh, mention the strange novelization of the film. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I don't know if novelizations are still a thing, but back when we were kids, the only way of reliving a film was by reading these book versions of the movies, you know, and I still like to collect old ones and that's mm-hmm. what led me to discovering the Flash
1: Garden novelization which I suggest people should read it because it's a gem it really is and oddly I'd never read it I mean I used to collect these these books as well at the same time you probably did but it was one I never read and considering that, that I saw this movie a lot mm-hmm. um, I never read it until you, you actually sent me a copy of it because you were so impressed by it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not sure impressed is the right word, but it's it's a weird one. The the writer seems to have seen a different film and is
1: really obsessed with sexual fetishes. He is, and, and at some points in the book, I swear he thinks he's writing the next great American novel, doesn't he? He's...
0: <laughs> yeah, all, all the, the characters, like Flash is talking about Kafkaesque and mm-hmm. various things like that. It's very strange.
1: Yeah, but there is a lot more detail... Uh of things like the hawkmen they're a lot more um bird-like in, in in his novel than they are in the actual movie aren't they yeah and what's funny
0: is that after reading the book and then watching the film again now when i see like a glance between Clitus and his assistant you're reading more into it oh yeah totally i'm like mm-hmm. oh maybe the writer was right this is what's going on because there's that look and there's no reason for that look in the film
1: well they're all into kinky s&m aren't they in his book
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and you know uh yeah
1: Uh, we we urge everyone to go out and find a copy of it you can pick them up on ebay i think can't you yeah yeah totally read it It, it, it's really worth it and it's not very long it's only about 200 pages isn't it yeah you'll you'll do it in a few hours but (laughs) 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 yes much much like flash yeah um but it's well worth his name (laughs) flash by nature it's, uh, it's well worth a read. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So do you have any other
2: nuggets no, of no, info? No, right, not really. So
0: let's get on with the trailer. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, your majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. I like to play with things while well before annihilation.
2: Pathetic Earthlings, <laughs> who can save you now? Hush! Ah! Savior of the universe! Strange object imaged in the imperial vortex. Hush! Ah! He's every one of us! Remove the Earthwoman. Prepare her for our pleasure.
1: You don't get trailers like that anymore, do you? Probably. (laughs) Oh, who's not watched it this week then, eh?
0: (laughs) Is it a good one? It's a good one, yeah. I Um, actually remember this trailer. What, from seeing it when you were a kid? Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. There's certain trailers that I remember. I remember Flash Gordon. I remember the Black Hole trailer Mm -hmm. with the weird um, fake Uh, computerized 3D images in the trailer. Remember those? Yeah. And I also, for some bizarre reason, remember the Star Trek The Motion Picture trailer. Ah. Which was almost as long as the movie. (laughs) That's impossible. (laughs) Oh, they had a good try. Okay. (laughs) So, we open up with the Universal logo. The old Universal logo from the 70s, which Mm. always looks better than the modern one, I think.
0: Yeah. We see a stairfield, and we have eerie music. Ming, the merciless, in a voiceover, is expressing his boredom. Wants a new plaything, Clytus suggests a planet that the inhabitants call... Now, Wingard's expression here is, the inhabitants call oof. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think he's more... I, I'm sorry, but
1: nobody calls it oof. It's like, a, is it a French egg? <laughs> I think he's more... Implying that it's almost like he's shoveling something very nasty off the bottom of his shoe. Really? Did you notice that this uh, this earth that zooms into view looks a lot more <laughs> it looks a lot less realistic than the universal logo that we just saw? In the <laughs> <ago>. <laughs>
0: oh, probably less money spent on it. I think it was. Yeah. We shouldn't talk about the effects at some point. Oh, I'm sure we'll get we'll mention them as we go along. Yeah. So we see, oof. In a view screen, and we see buttons marked Earthquake, and as the buttons light up, Hurricane, Tornado, Hot Hail, which was the name of the band you were in, right?
1: (laughs) I think it's the name I was suffering from uh, recently this week.
0: You've had a dose of the Hot Hail recently? I have had a
1: severe dose of the Hot Hails this
0: week. So, and Earth suffers these effects, and Ming laughs. He likes to play with a planet for a while before destroying it. And Mm -hmm. as he laughs the beat of Queen's theme song begins to kick in. And it's a cracking theme song, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. We get flashy comic book images with yellow credit text, and this mingles with the Earth suffering, the terrible weather, volcanoes erupting, violent storms, etc.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got to say, as well, for all, we've seen a few of these comic book opening sequences now, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we mm-hmm. have. Actually, Swamp Thing was one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Judge Dread judge dread yeah um tank girl the uh, episode that you weren't involved in
0: yeah didn't see that one fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best. benefits
1: of being sick yes <laughs> tank girl <laughs> oh, i'm ill can't do that episode <laughs> of all those ones though, i think this is the best example of it so far
0: yeah i i, I haven't realized how many we've done but yeah
1: We've done a lot of comic book movies, you know, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, considering. There's more coming. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Could be a special 50, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so as we see the red flashing button of hot hail, we mm-hmm. cut to a small airfield on Earth. Flash is sitting in a car reading a newspaper and listening to American football on the radio. And Mm -hmm. he seems oddly unperturbed by the fact that steam is coming off the hail.
1: But then again, he's wrapped in all these deep philosophical uh, contemplations that he's uh, thinking about. Oh, sorry, that's the book. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Right.
0: (laughs) Also, I don't understand where we are because it looks like a field in Scotland. I think it is a field in Scotland. Okay. See, this is interesting because they're in somewhere called Dark Harbour, though, aren't they? Well, Hodge is in a, commentary says they're supposed to be in England. Right. But why is he reading an American newspaper and listening to American football on the radio if he's supposed to be in England? How do you do that? You don't. I just, I think it's more, it's one of those, you know, you're thinking about it. Right. Because it it felt like a carry-on film trying to convince you that a Welsh mountain is the Khyber Pass. (laughs) Which was far more successful. Yeah, because I was like, "Is he supposed to be in America?" But apparently, he's not. So, okay. Mm. I, I always assumed that he wasn't. Well, where is he then? Can a can a prop plane fly from England? I, okay. I don't
1: think not all the way to America. Right. I know. You oh, probably yeah. have to fly to to like somewhere in oh. Europe and then change. Europe, you're going the wrong way. Oh yeah, you are, aren't you? <laughs> where, are
0: you where are you going? <laughs> I'm going the long way around. Oh, okay. <laughs> so (laughs) my grasp of geography there yeah i'm glad you're not planning the trip (laughs) so we're going to new york via germany (laughs) Bahrain, singapore australia hawaii los angeles
1: don't don't forget the
0: galapagos we've got to go there first as (laughs) well the galapagos did you, did you not have a dose of that recently this week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's twice we've mentioned my health problems. There, let's leave it alone. Now. <laughs> it sounds like I've had something far worse. Oh no, you had a dose of the Galapagos. Yeah,
0: <laughs> killed the dodos.
1: It did. They should have left it
0: alone. Mm-hmm. So play with it. A van pulls up alongside Flash. And a small passenger plane lands. Now, Dale gets out of the car and flash. Well, basically, he leers at her. He
1: does, doesn't he? He, he rolls the window down in a really uh, suggestive manner, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: a, it's a good job it wasn't like a car that I would have in the 80s where it might be like one of those squeaky wind downs where he's like, eee, ee, ee. <laughs> E- as it slowly unwinding
1: he's like give me a second e- <laughs> is it e- is it no is it a northern car yeah it is <laughs> it's a e- 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 up a <laughs> e- up a e- up <laughs> where's my pie he's hoping he's gonna be a up yeah it's true he's hoping e- there's a pie <laughs> it doesn't look like he eats
0: pies oh he does
1: oh the- oh right okay
0: so she boards the plane, and Flash <laughs> follows. He's wearing a t-shirt with his name on. I mean, this is like you wearing a, a
1: t-shirt that says "Paul." Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I do have a
2: t-shirt.
1: I do have one of these Flash Gordon t-shirts. Yeah. Wait, you do? Yeah. Does it Does it fit? Do you look like Flash Gordon when you are wearing it? <laughs> I'm the picture of him. More,
0: yeah. more of a Gordon the Tank Engine, less of a Flash. <laughs>
1: Fleshy Garden.
0: Fleshy Garden, yeah. That was a different <laughs> film. We should have yeah, done yeah.
1: that. Do you want to hear a quick funny story about that? No. I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. When I was a kid, when mm-hmm. this film came out on video, I was obsessed with this film. Oh, no. and my And my, my, my dad went to the video store to rent it out for me for probably around about the 15th time. Right. And he came back, <clears throat> and they put it on, and we sat down. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself as it started, I don't remember any of this. Okay. Um, and then something happened and instantly my dad leapt up and switched it off. He'd only gone and rented Flesh Gordon instead. Really? Yeah. I've never seen that. Is it good? Oh, I own them both. <laughs> of course you do. It, it's not held up well. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So I'm in a T-shirt with your name on it, it's like having a mug. Or a key ring with your name on. Mm-hmm. you know, And mugs in souvenir shops, they never have my name.
1: Oh, oh, I see what you mean. When we yeah. used to go to gift shops and stuff. yeah. Like, colin. colin yeah, <laughs> It doesn't exist on any mugs or key rings or anything. You it's know, almost like people don't want to acknowledge that Colin doesn't ex- yeah. exist. Really. I wonder if Clitus has that
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's like at a gift shop going through the key rings going, fuck. Oh. There's no Clitus here.
1: A, ah, oh, get annoyed. And you, and you know if he doesn't bring something back for Ming, he's going to be less than impressed with it. He usually brings something back. <laughs> <laughs> Clitus, probably. Cl- yeah, usually. <laughs> we all know the kind of holidays Clitus probably goes on.
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we can only dream about those holidays. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're getting too old for those holidays, Colin
0: Well, speak for yourself Oh, <laughs> alright <laughs> I'm planning one in July In July? Yeah Hang on, that's when you're staying with me Anyway, the plane takes off <laughs> <laughs> Right <laughs> The plane takes off as hot rocks
1: land on the earth Hot rocks <laughs> Wasn't that the band? <laughs> I think it was the troop that used to dance for Kenny Everett, wasn't it? Oh, that's right
0: Yeah, hot gossip, pal. You know that. I know
1: know, know it was. You do. You're just doing
0: that for comedic effect. I am. I am. Did it work? No, it was very sad. All right. Now all I can think about is hot gossip. I'll bet you can. Why don't we have that anymore? Oh, I know why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a reason. (laughs) A good reason. A good, well, Hmm? debatable. Debatable. The pilots
0: talk about Flash's previous football game. So, Flash Gordon is a big star American
1: football player, right? Originally in a comic strip, he was a polo player, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, I can't imagine why they changed that. <laughs> <laughs> polo being such a big
1: sport nowadays. Yeah. and a macho sport. A what sport? Macho. A macho sport. Oh, yeah. well, obviously. I mean, Prince Charles plays it. Absolutely. He's as macho as they get.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: His rippling body under his... Uh... Whoa, whoa, Paul, I don't want to go <laughs> about fantasies. Let's just keep it, keep that on the
0: wraps, like <laughs> Prince Charles' body.
1: You know, talking about Prince Charles' body, the, a, a oh, tabloid a, a here... A phrase
0: <laughs> I never thought would <laughs> occur in a podcast, but okay.
1: A, a tabloid recently here I had a picture of him getting out of the sea in his uh, little speedos and then put a picture of Daniel Craig next to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Uh, they mentioned it on Have I Got News For You or something of that nature. <laughs> Yeah, spitting image. Yeah, yeah. Although he does look good for a 150-year-old guy, right? He does, and he'd probably be a better Bond. Yeah, let's not go into that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Flash goes into the cabin and asks if everything is okay, and the Mm -hmm. pilots say there's some turbulence and ask. They they, then ask, they're like, "Oh, there's some turbulence. It's very bumpy. Can we have an autograph?" (laughs) Yes, for for his kid called Buzz. Right. Yeah. Because of course, all kids are called. Buzz, Buzz. an American, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially pilots' kids. Yeah, of course, because you know, of Buzz. Buzz
1: Lightyear.
2: Lightyear. From, yeah.
0: yeah?
1: <laughs>
2: no, I know Paul. Where you're
1: going. no, Paul. Buzz <laughs> Aldrin. Come on. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's funny that we both said Lightyear, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, because you
0: know we're sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he suggested that the weather might be clearer higher up. Dale asks him to stop distracting the pilots, let them drive the bus. I mean, clearly she's drunk. She doesn't even know where she is. She thinks she's on a bus now. (laughs) So Flash goes back. He tells her it's just a little turbulence, and then he introduces himself. Mm -hmm. Dale says she's scared. Flash, sensing a vulnerable person who needs
1: some understanding, hits on her. (laughs) Has he been sort of stalking her? Because they've been staying at the same hotel, haven't
0: they? uh, He's been sitting in the lounge in the hotel and just watching her from afar. That's in the book, isn't it? Is it? Mm. Okay. I I just think that's what he was doing anyway. He's just been like, you know, staring at her. Mm. Leering (laughs) at her. Rubbing rubbing his pants as he watches her.
1: I'm glad you said pants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's in a lounge. I wouldn't stop you.
0: Hey, that's getting cut. Got to, got to. I've got to go on dating sites. I don't need that. <laughs>
1: it's, it builds character. It's oh, okay.
0: Well, we are playing a
1: role. This yes, is,
0: this is a character. It's not who I am. I know it's not. No, yeah.
1: we're nothing like this in real life. Good God, no. no.
0: I'm more like you, <laughs> and you're more
1: like me. Uh if you say so. What, so you mean in real life I'm not funny? Okay. (laughs) Wait, wait, let me figure it out.
0: See whether I've insulted myself or not by answering the question. So he asks why she was at the hotel on her own. She she says Mm -hmm. just to get her mind off of things. No details. Mm -hmm. But the novelist, (laughs) he goes into some details, all right. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, involving (laughs) group sex,
1: apparently. Who'd have thought that she was uh, such a goer? Yeah. Yeah, not me. She's been up to all sorts in that hotel. Apparently.
0: Mm. Yeah. He tells her he's been taking flying lessons and that the turbulence is nothing to worry about. But he cuts the sentence short because the sky has turned blood red. The sun has become an angry, violent fireball and the clouds closing. We cut to a lab and a fireball crashes through some glass and lands on a bed. The man mm-hmm. wakes Dr. Zarkov and he's in panic. There's no sun. A news broadcast in the lab conveniently tells us that Dr. Zarkoff was once working for NASA, but was kicked out because of his outlandish claims. What were his claims? Um that there are aliens and that uh, um stuff was gonna happen. Aliens and stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, this should be the name of our next podcast, Aliens and Stuff. Yeah, it should be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no i i always wondered why he was in like a greenhouse until i read the novelization
0: yeah and what does the novelization say
1: he's he's took like a, a a below pay grade job where he's just researching um some kind of um um self-renewable food stuff or something isn't he yeah the novel does a really good job of explaining stuff it does, that that you didn't, well, better than I just did, obviously. <laughs> Let's hope so. But yeah, I, I know, I'd always wondered why he was living in a greenhouse. Yeah. And now I know why. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASA is
0: saying that the unprecedented eclipse is nothing to be alarmed by.
1: That was always one of those bits that they used in the Queen video that was always on top of the pops.
0: That's true, yeah, because it's actual mm-hmm. dialogue in the song, right? I think you got to admit, anything that un- is unprecedented is something to be alarmed at, right? You, you would think so, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. yeah. Zarkov discovers that the moon is out of orbit. Oh, Is it like Space 1999?
1: Oh, it's not. Well, well yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Same universe. <laughs> That's what you're thinking, right, pal? Yeah, but, yeah, but they're, they're a decade at least out of a date there, aren't they? Also...
0: It was a nuclear explosion that caused the moon to move out of orbit.
1: Yeah, yeah in September 1999. Correct, yeah. date. Yeah. I yeah, Another day, yeah. another day. we so must been lied to, it's not there anymore. No, it's just a holographic projection. See, Space 1999, it's actually a documentary. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. As well, sad
0: as he believes that. Mm. So it must be a mistake, says his assistant. It's not a mistake, it's an attack. I've been right all these years, shouts
1: hmm You've been shouting that for a long time as well, haven't you? I have, yeah. Still Mm -hmm. hasn't
0: happened, though.
1: You need to get out more, that's
0: what it is. Oh, no, scary people out there. (laughs) Scary people in here. That's true. Yeah. A burning moon rock crashes into the lab. Somehow, from this tiny glowing rock, Zerkov deduces that the moon is being hit by a force from outer space, a high-energy beam. He's good, though, isn't he? He's amazing. I don't know he how is. he figured that how does
1: out. How has he even, even figured out that it's actually moon rock?
0: That's true. It could be just Blackpool rock. <laughs> That's going to confuse faral listeners. Was, there was some, what Blackpool Rock? What, yeah, what's what, that? what with the
1: rocks in Blackpool? Yeah. <laughs> Are they on fire?
0: Where is Blackpool? What is a Blackpool?
1: It's got a big tower. It's like it's it's just like Paris. Except shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. Blackpool's very well, it's not very nice, but it's nice. It's I mean it's not nice. It's 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 okay.
0: I can categorically say that I have more fun times at Blackpool than I've had at Paris.
1: How many good times have you had at Paris? Once. You've had one good time at Paris? Yeah. What, what was that entailing then? It was... Um... Oh, I can't go into it. <laughs> Some things are not
0: suitable for a podcast.
1: What did it involve? I'm curious now. Involved the tower. Yeah. You were a condor man, weren't you? Condor man? <laughs> <laughs> We've what? done that gag. Oh, that was about 20 episodes ago, oh, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was Condor I leapt off the tower, flew in some fake wings and landed shout- in the sea. D- shouted, oh Betty. Your- <laughs> <laughs> I shout that anyway. <laughs> I have an auntie called when, Betty. When- Do you? Yeah.
1: My mum was called Betty. Oh, there you
0: go. We're all mm. shouting, oh Betty. <laughs> all together well. now.
1: Oh, oh, Betsy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> when do you shout it? That's not your... Uh... Oh, Betsy, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it all oh, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> I was going to do that, but I thought it was so disgusting I wasn't going to. Yeah,
1: Yo, you left it because you knew I would.
0: Okay, so his assistant called Monson. He tells Monson that it's time to leave at his capsule and head to the coordinates of the attack. Monson being normal and sane, refuses. Mm-hmm. But Zarkov, he can't pilot the capsule alone. Monson still refuses, so Zarkov pulls a gun on him. Get your toothbrush, Monson. Runs. Why are you running away, shouts Zarkov? I kind of like Zarkov. He's kind of a cool character in this film. <laughs> he,
1: he's, a bit, he's a bit crazy, isn't he? He's crazy, but he's fun crazy. How, how did he build this rocket with just him and his uh, useless assistant as well? I mean, he's very well made. Yeah, that is true. It doesn't look like it's been cobbled together by bits and pieces. It looks like a proper rocket. Hmm. Let's think about Ooh. this
0: for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. Okay. Back <laughs> in the air, there's a crash from the cockpit of Flash's plane. He goes to look and both pilots have vanished. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah,
2: literally. What
0: the hell? It mm-hmm. climbs into the pilot's seat and takes over. Dale scrambles in to see what's going on, but there's nothing to see. They have no idea where they are going. Flash tries to land the plane, but oh! oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. oh wow. I
0: don't know why I did that like bottom kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I, but I'll uh, go with yeah. it. Go but
1: I'll play. Oh, oh, oh! Better. It hurtles to the ground. It does. This crash sequence is a bit ropey, isn't it?
0: All right, let's talk about the effects. I, <laughs> Hodges says that he agrees some of the effects are not great, but he thinks that they add to the film mm-hmm. because he thinks if they were made modern CGI and they were perfect in every way, this would mm-hmm. actually detract from the film. Mm-hmm. And I get his point.
1: So do I. And I'll make fun of it, but I agree completely.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like... A homage to the old republic
1: cereal yeah absolutely but no i don't intentionally so i wouldn't think so though you don't you don't think you think, they I, were I, think, I, think the best I think i think i think the design the design yeah. is right but not yeah. the actual not the fact that they look ropey no. right right but I, I, I think this is the best that they could do i kind of like the way that they look ropey so do i and and i mean it, it's kind of for people that haven't seen it and if you haven't seen it why you're listening to us but um <laughs> question they ask every yeah.
2: episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um they're kind of what two tiers above what doctor who was doing at the time yeah they're above that but definitely below mm. say Star Wars. oh yeah 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 or even american sci-fi at the time like Battlestar galactica yeah possibly. they're not as good as that yeah yeah yep
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. By the way, I have a, I have a kind of story I forgot to mention, and I don't know if it's true, but I read okay. it online and someone was mm-hmm. talking about it, that they went to a convention that mm-hmm. Brian Blessed was at.
1: Right.
0: And they asked Brian Blessed about Flash Gordon, and Brian Blessed would say how much he enjoyed it. And then he said, I'm going to tell you a story that's not in my book and that I've never told before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Early in production of the film, he phoned Buster Crab. Right. Who played Flash Gordon in the old serials? Yeah, mm-hmm. said would would you like to be? I almost did an impression. Would you would you like? No, would you like to be? I don't know. Would you like to be in the film and play the mm-hmm. part of the person putting Flash Gordon's luggage onto the plane?
2: Uh-huh.
0: And Buster Crab was like, "Yes, I'd like to do that." So Brian Blessed was excited, and he went to Dino De Laurentiis and said. Buster Crab has agreed and wants to do this. But Dino Laurentiis said, no, that's old. We're doing something new. And so Brian Blessed then had to phone Buster Crab and tell him, sorry, it's not going to happen. And then Mm -hmm. apparently Brian Blessed went on for about 10 minutes calling Dino Laurentiis every name under the sun, which is different Uh from what he says in his book, apparently. Ah, I don't know if that's true, but I thought it was interesting.
1: Well, that, that person putting the luggage on the plane turned out to be Robbie Coltrane. I know. So I, I don't know. I should have mentioned it back then. That would have been perfect. And if I was a professional,
0: mm-hmm. that's what I would have done.
1: But then again, Buster Crabbe did get a similar little walk-on part later, didn't he, in Buck Rogers?
0: Was he in Buck Rogers?
1: Yeah, he played. Do you remember the episode? I think it was a 2 It where was They had to get all the old um, past-it pilots out of retirement to help. Yes. Attack people. Yes. Because they had they didn't have any new pilots coming through right. enough because they'd all been killed or something or other. And um, one of them was Buster Crab. Oh, okay. That's cool. All right. So and, of got... course, Buster Crab played Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers in the old series. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Back in the lab, a phrase yeah. I've used before, <laughs> Zarkov is hunting Munson down. Munson mm-hmm. heads out, but then he sees the plane hurtling towards him. He runs back into the lab. You're back! Triumphantly shouts Zarkov. <laughs> which is a funny line. It's
1: quite funny, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah.
0: But the plane crashes into the lab. Now, I assume it kills Monson, right?
1: Yeah, I think Monson's been Monson'd. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Flash and Dale get out. Zarkov is hiding his gun and he treats them to a cheery, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: not phased by this huge plane crashing into his lab. <laughs> no, buttons, <is> right?
0: He? <laughs> I expect you'd like to use my phone. It's right in there, he says,
1: pointing to the space capsule. Which which again says to me, both Flash and Dale are not the smartest tools in the box, are they? I mean, that's the most elaborate phone box I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. And they get in, and Zarkov starts to turn some dials. Inside the capsule, Dale starts telling Flash how she knows who Zarkov is, and that he's he's a crazy scientist. Zarkov enters and pulls his gun on them. Mm-hmm. I need help taking off, he says. I need one person to keep a foot on that red button. It seems like a design flaw.
1: <laughs> but uh, you could say that, but then again, it's simplified, isn't it? Anyone could fly it. All you've got to do oh, is keep your foot people, on that red button. Two people could
0: fly it. Two people could fly One it, person yeah. has to keep his foot on the button. And then, why mm-hmm. not put the button closer to where the controls are for flying
1: the <laughs> capsule? That's what my question is. But then it gives him an excuse to take someone with him because he doesn't want to be on alone, does he? He doesn't know how long it's going to take. Yeah, but would you want to take Monson with you on a long flight? I think he was banking on someone like Dale, wasn't he, really? Well, that,
0: that's serious banking that someone's just going to fall out. the sky. Oh, they did. But, <laughs> they did, yeah. But that's like you designing a capsule, hoping that I'd come with you to keep a foot in the red button. You're not going to want that, are you? <laughs> well,
1: who'd want it less? Me be stuck in a room with you for God knows how long, or the other way around?
0: Who knows? That's one of those unanswered questions that we will leave unanswered. <laughs>
1: Answers on a postcard. Yeah. It's a swap shop. BBC. Swap shop. So
0: uh, Zerkov says Dale is the lightest and that he doesn't need Flash. Now Flash Mm -hmm.
1: pretends to leave and then attacks Zerkov. I love the comic book moment where he shows, you lunatic, before he grabs him. Yeah. Why would you shout that? (laughs) There's a few of those moments in this. There's another one that he does later. Yeah, yeah. But
0: Zarkov knocks him down and closes the door. A fight breaks out and Flash throws Zarkov against the wall. His head hits the launch button. Again, Mm -hmm. kind of a design flaw to have just one
1: giant button marked launch, but okay. He likes his simplicity, you know. He
0: does, yeah. He doesn't want to
1: overcomplicate things. There is consistency in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Rocket takes off. Zarkov Mm -hmm. yells at them to strap themselves in. He shouts at Flash to keep his foot on that red pedal. Or the g-forces will pull them apart. Still, definitely a design flaw. I'm
1: going with <laughs> did that. you Did you see the capsule uh, wobble a little bit on its little string as it smashed through the uh, through the top of the greenhouse? No, I was wild by the effects. Well, so was I. But i I always amused mm. by the little wobble it does when it comes through the. Thing. All capsules
0: <laughs> do a little wobble.
1: Do they? All yeah. oh, right, I'll bow to your knowledge of capsules <laughs> on my knowledge of wobbles. <laughs> That's more likely. It is.
0: The <laughs> rocket crashes through the lab roof and into the atmosphere. The force mm-hmm. renders them all unconscious, and the rocket flies through space. A ship enters a swirling colorful vortex. No, no, no. no, no. Yes.
1: The force, the force doesn't render them unconscious. That's a completely different franchise. Oh, is this a joke? It is. And you <laughs> laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You did. You, t- just you tittered.
0: Just embarrassed. You tittered. I saw you titter. Yeah, I've got my titters out. <laughs> Griton scanners. Oh, it's one of those. Detect the ship. <laughs> approaching. Clyton tells them to bring it safely through and land it. That's right. Yeah, the ship lands. Ming's Imperial guards walk towards it. Everybody inside wakes up. Flash climbs out and introduces himself to a tall guard dressed in a red. A robe. The guard raises a gold gun and fires a beam that turns into a gold-plated hand. Mm-hmm. This hand grabs Flash's outstretched, peaceful hand and throws him over. And then another gold
1: hand grabs his neck. <laughs> I've got to say that. I'd rather get the hand than the finger, wouldn't you? I don't know. I like gold finger. You like a gold finger? Do do like a gold finger. <laughs> what about a brown one?
0: No. I'm so keen on that.
1: <laughs> so did you going back to the journey when they were flying to this place um as they're being picked up on the scanners by the uh weird square-eyed people
2: mm-hmm.
1: they say that there are their life signs are on mong scale three
0: yeah because everything's measured in Hmong scale so there's Hmong, mongo mong time as well right yeah, yes. Oh, in the film. yes everything's got mong in front of it
1: it's not aged well has it no I mean
0: (laughs) don't you measure everything you do in mong time you don't
1: Uh, I don't know what you mean by that
0: well it always adds like you know 10 minutes to everything so you could say oh I finished that was mong 10 minutes time
1: (laughs) you know I know I started it but I'm not I'm not going to carry on with it okay I'm not going to run with that one. All right. <laughs>
0: so we cut to an establishing shot of Ming's palace and, a, and an elevator moving up. Inside, mm-hmm. Zarkov says, What? Well, these are clearly highly developed beings and I'm sure we can reason with them. Dale is less than convinced. <laughs> Zarkov spends the entire film making these weird assumptions from no evidence whatsoever.
1: He does. And then you get a cut, you get quite a funny cut to one of these guards' faces glaring at them, don't you? Yeah. They look anything less than intelligent, though. (laughs) I know,
0: right? So they're led into a giant hall flanked by guards. Dale Mm -hmm. says it looks like a civic parade. Flash says it resembles a police state. Zarkov agrees, but then says, look at these people. They are clearly waiting for somebody to lead them in revolt. Where does he get
1: these ideas from? (laughs) He's got his own narrative running through his head, you see.
0: Yeah, and, and what evidence...
1: Has he that Flash is the person to lead them? He doesn't know him from Adam, does no. he? No. All he's done is hit him. <laughs> yes, he's hit him and forced him into a situation that he doesn't want to be in.
0: Right. So why is Flash suddenly this leader?
1: Because he's got his name written on his shirt. Oh, that's why you mm-hmm. do it,
0: right? That's why you do it. Okay.
1: I would. You gave me a shirt with my name on it. I'm. 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 Anybody's. We've established you're wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, but I gave this to myself. Oh, that's true, that's true.
0: <laughs> I would do anything for me. And real, it just, just says, got wood on it. It doesn't really say your name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually... Do you know what? I <laughs> actually know down. what I'm wearing. Yeah, but you still look down. And I still look down yeah, you, just to check, uh, yes. Wow. The power of the mind, eh? Power the power of the mind. mind. Somebody's been drinking.
0: I haven't touched a drop. So a floating device orders the prisoners to follow it into an inner area. Suddenly... The machine says escape is impossible. As a green creature tries to run away, the machine oh vaporizes him. Oh dear! This lizard,
1: this lizard man, this lizard man. It's not, it's not good, is it? No, it's not great. But it's not great. It does the job. It, it does the job in the same way that green bubble wrap did in uh, Doctor Who, really, doesn't it? Oh, I think it's better than bubble wrap. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It, I know what you're saying it's not
0: great. You know, it's not great. The machine vaporizes him. It continues to name mm-hmm. the see Ming. Dale refers to Zarkov's earlier comment. You want a reason with that? Zarkov tells him not to worry. He still has the gun. At which point, the machine tells him to halt, floats towards Zarkov, and vaporizes the gun. Without even singeing the pocket. I know. Reason.
1: Yeah. We hmm. don't want to singe the pocket. No, that's a nice jacket, actually, that he's wearing.
0: Oh, we haven't had a costume appreciation <laughs> from you in a
1: while. It is. It's a nice tweed jacket that he's wearing, I do believe. Oh yeah, you fancy a tweed jacket. I would, I would wear a tweed jacket. Would yeah. you? You don't own one? I don't own a tweed jack tweed jacket, no. Oh you should. Thank you. You get into that age. <laughs> I'd well I'd dispute it, but it is true, so
0: another whole groups of strangely dressed people are meeting. There's men with giant wings and
1: Various others, different types hawkmen. of men. Hawkmen. Yeah, well I was gonna lead into that. All right. Did you did you read the fact that the hawkmen apparently couldn't sit down?
0: Oh I didn't. Because of the yeah. wings?
1: Because of their wings, but they could lay on their back. So lots of them were just laying on their backs with their legs in the air <laughs> between shots.
0: <laughs> A position you find yourself in very often. <laughs>
1: on my back. Yeah. With your legs in the air. With my legs in the air, yeah. So asleep. But no wings. <laughs> well, you say that. Oh. <clears throat> and, and
0: some of these groups of different types of aliens, I'll call them. Mm-hmm. The better. And mm-hmm. They're not friendly with
1: each other. No, no. no. He's, uh, Ming plays them all off against each other, doesn't he? He does. So mm-hmm. Ming approaches, and he's, you know, glamorous in his costume, I would say. He's perfect for it, Sido, isn't he? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm apparently he relished playing this role because it, he, he didn't normally get offered things like this. Oh, he didn't? No, he normally got offered, you know, serious parts and um, he'd done The Exorcist previous to this, you know, mm-hmm. and he just wanted something that was light and fluffy, and, and when this landed on his lap, he was like, it's a no-brainer, really.
0: Well, he he makes a meal of it and it's a meal that I'd like to
1: devour. And I think he, yeah, as I say, I think he enjoyed making a meal out of it. Yeah, he's good
0: in
2: mm-hmm. it. mm
0: so the groups, the various groups, hail him as Emperor of the Galaxy. Clytus informs Ming that the Hawkmen are the first to offer tributes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we see Princess Aura eyeing Flash,
1: eyeing him, mm. leeringly. She she's, she's leering with her little, um, with a little Fellini what? puppet chap.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. which ah, it's funny that you know why he's called Fellini, don't you? Yeah, I do, because they wanted Fellini to uh, direct the movie. Yeah. Didn't work. As Voltan, the Hawkman, offers the ice crystal, he is interrupted by an angry Dalton.
1: Yes, here he is, uh, big Tim auditioning for his latest RSC production. Yeah. <laughs> prin- he takes it all very seriously. He does, film, as
0: it? Prince Baron. Mm-hmm. And he says, the Hawkman stole the crystal from them while they were burying the dead on Phrygia, which apparently is next to Microwavia, just over from the
1: cutlery. Draw <laughs> You worked on that one, didn't you? Oh, I did.
0: I did. I really did.
1: <laughs> it was good. It was good.
0: Thank okay. <laughs> you. They pull out their weapons, but are stopped by Clytus. No one, but no one dies in the palace apart from a command of the Emperor. Clytus tells Voltan he must obey or sacrifice his daughter. Wingard's voice is
1: gorgeous to listen to, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he's, he's very good in this role.
1: Mm
2: hmm.
0: Yes, except he can't pronounce the word earth.
2: <laughs>
1: oof.
0: Oof. <laughs> Next, Adentia offers. Maybe, maybe he just keeps seeing, you know, Ornella Motti. and he just keeps going oof.
2: Maybe that's what it is. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't
0: yeah, you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next, Adentia offers tributes. tributes. They can't mm-hmm. offer anything but their loyalty, since Ming blasted their homeworld. Clitus mm-hmm. asks. How large is this loyalty? Without measure... I wonder
1: where you were going with that.
0: (laughs) What he says. Without measure, he replies, and Ming asks him to fall on his sword as loyalty. He takes his sword. Let this be an example, he says. Raises his sword to plunge into his own chest. Then he yells, Death to Ming! Turns, but is frozen in a beam of light. To be honest... He's too far away anyway. <laughs> he's, not, he's not anywhere near him no, when he swings he, around. You he he he? never reach him <laughs> with that sword. He didn't think that through, did he? Absolutely not. Ming takes the sword and plunges it into the man's stomach. And he's got blue blood. He does, he's royalty.
1: He's, I wonder whether he's got blue blood because where he lives is cold. Was that what happened? You think, well, Eskimos, no, but... you think Eskimos have blue blood? <laughs> No, oh, obviously, in this world, I'm oh, saying, okay. because blue is a cold color, and they live on a cold planet. So, what, how did you know the planet was cold? They they live in frigidia, don't they? No, these are Ardentians. Is it? Yeah. Oh well, that screws all that up then, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, he got he's got blue blood because he's uh, he's royalty, obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not editing that.
0: You've to suffer yeah. that. Yeah,
1: you you can fix all that.
0: It's fine. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man's a psycho, whispers Flash, but the floating device hears him and repeats it out loud. Then, tells Ming who said it. Mm-hmm, he does. Aura moves closer to Flash while putting Fellini, the little person, on a rope. She watches Flash, who smiles at her, and Dale is already jealous. Mm-hmm. Who are you, asks Ming. Flash Garden quarterback, New York Jets. Do you think he says that every time someone asks him who he is? Well, the, the guy walks around with his name on his chest. Probably, yeah. I you know, I met someone who did that once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he worked for a bank, German bank, Deutsche Bank or mm-hmm. something. And he mm-hmm. introduced himself with his name and then said Deutsche Bank and shook my hand. And I was <laughs> like, why, why are you telling me where what you did, work? What, what did you reply with? Uh, I replied with my name. And then uh, at the time, I was Strand Bookstore. It's <laughs> a long time ago. All right, okay. It's like, why would you tell people where you work like a cur? I know,
1: I know, I know. Weird.
0: Dale Adam says, Live and live. That's my motto. Zarkov says, Who he is, and that he kidnapped the other two and forced them to fly here to save Earth. hmm. Clitus reminds me what Earth is because he has to translate it to Oof. Oof, yeah. The satellite that has been giving you amusement. Why do you attack us, says Sarkoff. Why not, replies Ming. Pathetic earthlings hurling your bodies out into the void without the slightest inkling of what's out here. If you had known, you would have hidden yourselves in terror. Very good. Yeah. Very
2: good. Yeah. Very
1: good. You're on form tonight, aren't you? You know, I take
0: these podcasts to be like auditions. <laughs> Got any work from? For, for, no. For jobs <laughs> that I'm not applying for. <laughs> and nobody's asking.
1: <laughs> nobody's asking and nobody's listening right <laughs> that should
0: be a catchphrase <laughs> we should put that on the posters on the t-shirts
1: i'm gonna get the t-shirts yeah, nobody's asking
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. nobody's listening <laughs> retrospection why do we bother it's a day
1: out it is it is It is. stops us from killing doesn't it yeah
0: yeah he orders Dale to approach. She refuses, but Ming uses his power. <laughs> he does. He gives her a weird orgasm with his ring. That's one way of describing it. <laughs> I mean, a red, How would you describe it? A red one? cloud envelopes her and she steps forward and she seems to be enjoying it. Ming <laughs> is intrigued by her
1: response. D- doesn't, th- th- again, not to keep going back to the novelization, but doesn't he go into this rather deeply as well in the book? A little too much, yeah. <laughs> he does yes <just laughs> ling- lingers a little he does linger a bit yeah.
0: yeah he orders dale to be removed for his pleasure but flash says forget it ming dale's with me the crowd in the hall move apart and as the music starts to beat guards moving flash fights them one of the guards grabs dale and zaka hits him over the head with a decorative ball that stole from one of the <laughs> people in the crowd zaka throws it over to flash who in his concussed state switches into American football mode and charges the guards. He pile-drives through them. Some of the crowds secretly help him, including Voltan, who whacks a guard on the head. Ming asks Clytus, are your men on the right pills?
1: It's a funny line. It is. In fact, this whole American football sequence is is really good fun, isn't it? It is, yeah. Do do you see Dalton's reaction when uh, Flash swings back with his arm to throw one of the balls and he has to move out of the way? No, what is it? I missed it. Oh, It's almost like he didn't know it was coming. Or he was standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. <laughs> he kind of like has to move back quicker. Go, Whoa, like, ah, he's going to get hit in the face with it.
0: Oh, I wonder what was going on there. I'd have to watch it again. And I, I have to Ooh. watch the film again.
1: That's a, that's not, it's not a hardship, is it? No, not really.
0: Mm-hmm. He orders Flash to be executed, but the fight continues. You fall, said Clytus. He's playing some barbaric game. Now, match him like this and crouches down. I'm not sure that's going to help. Also, now Clitus is doing what Zerkov is doing. He's like reading too much into it and suddenly understanding everything. <laughs> it is. They've got a great
1: grasp of each other's culture very quickly, haven't they?
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dale, she cheerleaders. She does. Yeah. She does. Massive arms as well, hasn't she? <laughs> I never really noticed. <laughs> When she's swinging those arms and clapping, yeah, they're like the full length of her body. I'm sure they are.
0: Really, the the okay, the full <laughs> length of her body.
1: <laughs> she, the no, she's knuckle dragging at one point. I'm sure she is. I don't think so. Looks it to me.
0: Wait, you don't find her attractive?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Oh, you, imp- oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. You like knuckle draggers? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not against a woman with big arms, you
0: know. Okay. Flash starts knocking <laughs> the guards out with the ball until Zerkov throws it and it hits Flash in the head, knocking him out. It's all I'm over. I'm sure that would
1: really kill him, wouldn't it?
0: It knocks him out. It's a heavy ball. I mean, it's not really a ball. It's an ornament. It, it is, yeah. That's
1: shaped like an American football. Yeah, conveniently. A big egg or an oof. Oh, yes. Very nicely done. There's a lot of egg themes going on in this film.
0: Isn't oh, there? Maybe we've discovered a theme. Keep going, maybe we'll find another one later. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Princess Zara asks that Flash be given to her. Oh, she wants to make eggs. (laughs) (laughs) But but Ming
1: refuses. No, okay, so the the Ming and Aura thing, is there a weird thing going on between them? I mean, I know they're father and daughter, but it's it's all very strange, isn't it? It is, but it's fair stranger again in the book. It is.
0: (laughs) It, It is, yes. That it's is less strange in the film. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a hint of it. There's a yeah, whiff of it. A whiff of there's, it a sniff, there's a, a whi- sniff. There's a
0: whiff of oof. Yes. Yeah. He orders that Zerkhoff be given over to Clitus for conditioning. Mm-hmm. I like a bit of conditioner.
1: I could tell. Yeah.
0: And that Flash be publicly executed at 21.30 Mingo Me time.
1: Yeah, Mingo Me. Whatever <laughs> <Remember> they are. <laughs> is it Mingo Mean time? Mingo. M- it's Mingo... She says 29.15 Mingo Mean Time.
0: M-E-A-N-R. Or...
1: As in Greenwich Mean Time. Right no,
0: I, I, First of all, it's Mingo Me Time. Mingo <laughs> <laughs> Right Time. You know what? I've had a busy day. <laughs> it's too much noise, too much people. I fancy some Mingo Me Time. <laughs> Just me.
1: <laughs> me and my conditioning. Me and my magic ring. Yeah. The fickle
0: aura. He's cozying up to Prince Baron and telling him that he should fly back tonight and that he will see her sooner than he thinks. They kiss. Lying bitch, he says.
1: He's pretty full-on, Tim, in this film, isn't he? I mean, he's just telling it like it is, you know. He's
0: pretty angry for some reason all the time. (laughs) He's very angry towards the end of the film. I don't know why he gets so
1: angry. (laughs) Uh, He's in the film. What else had he done before this? He turned down James Bond about six years before, didn't he? Seriously? Yeah, did you not know this? No, I didn't know that. <clears throat> they, when uh, the Bond thing came up again after George Lazenby disappeared off into the sunset, before they offered it to Roger Moore, they actually offered it to a very young Timothy Dalton.
0: It would have been like
2: 12.
1: He would have been in his early 20s. Oh. And uh, he turned it down because he said that he felt that he was too young.
0: That's possibly correct, though.
1: And then they went to the more obvious choice, which was Roger Moore. Although,
0: how long these films take to be made, mm-hmm. at least now,
1: I mean, yeah. they were churning him out back then, but now he probably would have been yeah. the right age by the time it came out. Yeah, pretty much. But he, he got his chance anyway about 10 years later, didn't he? So He did. Mm-hmm.
0: So she says she has a surprise for him. He doesn't trust her, but he says just be there and leaves. In a torture chamber, Flash is tied up and wearing a spiky
1: helmet. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a nice helmet. Oh, you like a nice helmet. I do like a nice helmet, especially that. with spikes on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Clytus yeah. Mm-hmm. visits him and asks if he has any last requests. Flash wants to see Dale. Clytus allows him to see Dale. She enters. Pathetic,
1: says Clytus, and leaves. You know, the more I was watching Clytus, the more I thought to myself, I could see Colin play this role. <laughs> <laughs> it would suit you, That's I think. That's just rude. No, I mean, in it, it a very sincere way, you could do a really good job playing Clytus.
2: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Mm. Okay. You got the right disdain.
0: The right oof. I got yeah. the right eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dale of <laughs> <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> Flash talk about this being a dream, even though they know it's not really a fantasy. What if it's mm-hmm. not a dream, says Dale. Then he can find Zarkov and rescue the Earth. Dale tries to turn the hourglass over, but she can't because but before Clytus left, he turned an hourglass over and that gave him the time that he had left. Mm
1: -hmm. The sun runs up instead Mm -hmm. of down. That's right. For some reason. Yeah. We also get a a very unpleasant close-up shot of two lizard men. What's unpleasant about it? They just look awful. I mean, you see see Uh, inside their mouths, don't you? And they've got eyes inside their mouths and it's just odd. Don't like that. Okay. You don't mean like it's bad. You mean like... It is bad, but as a kid, that put me off. I didn't like that shot. Put you off what? Lizard men? I <laughs> guess I've never been able to look at one since. Okay. <laughs> Racist. I mean they're all over Redding, you know. Yeah. Mm. Two doors down, there's a fat whole family of them. Of oh actually men. no, they're, they're not lizard men, no, sorry. no, that's
0: some gotta be lizard women. Lizard <laughs> Lizard kids. They can't all be lizard men. I suppose they could.
1: Adoption. There is that, yeah. Oh, Would you adopt a lizard man? Um maybe. You know they're always laying oofs. Are they? Mm. Okay. Oofs here, oofs there, oofs everywhere. Oof. Oof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they weren't even it.
1: So they're <laughs> gathered
0: for Flash's execution. Flash is brought out in uh, some uh, fetching yeah. leather underpants. Yeah, I thought they were PVC, weren't they?
1: They well, look PVC. PVC they look
0: PVC to you. They look leather to me, but I'd i I'll go with PVC. I bow down to the superior knowledge
1: of your costume. <laughs> yes, they're the, what I would call kinky S&M shorts. You would know. Aura <laughs> and Ming
0: talk. Ming says Clitus has been telling them that Aura's been spending time with the doctor.
1: I bet she has.
0: Aura says Clitus wants her for himself. These agents make up
1: lies about her. We've all had lies made about us, about what we get up to. Oh, tell me.
2: No, Stop no, the no, 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 no.
1: <laughs>
0: Stop
2: the podcast.
0: <laughs> we'll leave it there. Flash <laughs> enters the chamber. Dale starts to cry. Aura's never seen tears before.
1: Oh, it's a sign of the weakness, says Ming. This whole execution scene's done very... It's kind of got a weird sensuality to do it, hasn't it? You mean you're wanking off to her? <laughs> really? In what way? Well, it's just shot in a very... It's almost... Um, you know it's leery and there's the 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 slinky music going on underneath and there's the PVC shorts and the way the gas comes up is all very sensuous. Wow, well, I don't really I, mean, not, I don't really I don't want to,
0: by, I don't really want to be in your
1: bedroom. I don't get turned on by execution. So just you know. <laughs> Sounds like you get turned on by gas. <laughs> oh. Not my gas. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Flash is strapped into a chair and a hood is put over him. The doctor applies a syringe. Clitus weighs a black cloth
1: and he drops it downwards and yellow smoke fills the chamber. Then mm-hmm.
0: Clitus smells
1: the cloth. Yes, and he's smelling that cloth all the time for the rest of the movie, isn't he?
0: I I find... Have you noticed in films that people smell stuff like fabric? Mm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there another episode we watched where somebody smelled something they shouldn't? Oh, it was uh, Brannigan, where he smelt the towel. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then yeah, recently I
0: watched Dr. No again, and he smells the towel that is around mm-hmm. the woman in one part of the film. Yes,
1: I, I remember that. There's a lot of book
0: smelling book. of fabric that goes on in film. Have you, 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 you've
1: never smelled a fabric? Have you?
0: Only whether like, it's boxer shots and whether I should wear them another day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I presume that this... this 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 um whatever it is, hanky that he's smelling or whatever it is, was given to him by Princess Aura.
0: Oh, OK. And that's why he's sniffing it. OK, that makes sense. Uh, so we cut to Flash's gravestone, mm-hmm. which is very ornate. And it's amazing that Mingus managed to get Flash's name in the font and style of the film.
1: <laughs> well, in all fairness, isn't it the same font that's on his T-shirt? Uh, yes. OK, so he's just copied it from that. Mm-hmm. He's just copied it from that. It's nice of him to do it though, to go to all that trouble for him, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Aaron the Doctor enter. He revives Flash because he's
1: infatuated
0: with the princess. Same time, same place. He mm-hmm. says, and then he leaves. I mean, let's
1: face it. He's punching way above his weight there, isn't he? Flash awakes. Why don't I put a mirror in the coffin lid? Um. Well, Flash is so vain. <laughs> Even yeah. in death, he wants to look at himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Aura <laughs> says she has saved him and that Zarkov and Dale are safe. She leads him through a corridor. She's going to take him to the moon, Aboria. Aboria. Prince right. Baron will keep Flash safe. And as they run through a corridor through a window, Flash sees Zarkov strapped to a bed with a giant mm-hmm. dish shaped object pointing at
1: his head.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Flash wants to rescue him, but Aura says, Oh, they're just conditioning Zerkov to the climate.
1: Again. This shows that Flash isn't the sharpest tool because he must, you'd think to yourself, well, I haven't been conditioned to the climate and I don't remember anyone else being conditioned to the climate. So. Plus,
0: you go on holiday to different places that have different climates mm. and you don't have a giant device <laughs> attached to you and strapped to a bed, right? And not the last time I checked, no. No. Mm. So, yeah. But in the room, Ming is talking to Zerkov telling him that every thousand years... Not Mongo Me years. No, just years.
1: Just years. We've dropped the Mongo Me's now.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. He tests each life system in the universe. He visits them with mysteries, earthquakes, unpredictable eclipses, strange things in the wilderness. Strange eclipses in the wilderness would be a great album title. (laughs) If these are taken as natural occurrences, I judge that system ignorant and harmless. I it. But if the hand of Ming is recognized in these events, and I judge that system dangerous to us, I call upon the great god Dizan, and for our mutual pleasure, I destroy it utterly. Yep. All right, calm down. You're looking quite angry there. <laughs> <laughs> Zarkov realizes it's his fault that Earth is going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Ming says, yes, I thought it would amuse you before your mind has gone. He's got some great monologues in this film, hasn't he, Siddharth? You know, watching it for this podcast, where we have to actually Mm -hmm. listen
1: to it intently,
0: there's actually some really good lines in this film. There are, yeah. It's
1: very well written, the dialogue.
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. It turns out Ming is going to wipe Zarkov's mind. Empty it. Zarkov pleads for them not to do that. My mind is all I have. I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. No, that's true, because you, you've got your looks.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'll assume you're not taking the piss.
0: Yeah, yeah, you keep assuming mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But they continue, and we see flashes of Zarkov's personal history and the history of the world. When Hitler appears in the flashes, Kleiter says, hmm, now he showed promise. Nice
1: gag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my, flashes... my dad
0: always found that a bit amusing. Oh, really? A lot of yeah. people will find that amusing there. Mm, I know. A lot, of, a lot of people probably like that bit. Mm. The flashes go backwards through Zarkov's life until reaching his time
1: as a baby in the womb. It's quite dark, this bit, isn't it? For what, essentially, is a kids' movie. I mean, you get the Holocaust, you get drowning people, and then you, yeah. for some reason he gets to eat. I mean, how does he remember being a fetus?
0: I don't know. Defeats us. God. <laughs> But, you know, may, maybe he, you know, gets a womb with a view. <laughs> why
1: well, doesn't it just go back to when he was just an oof?
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm. Zarcoff would be like, hmm, yeah. why are you mentioning the planet?
1: Yeah, yeah no, Wait, let's not confuse things anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, let's not. Yeah. So they're going to reprogram him, right? Mm-hmm. And Clitus tells his assistant to only reprogram Zarkov's mind to level three, as a human mind wouldn't be able to handle more. He leaves. However, his assistant... Away oh, oh, we go went, again. Yeah. I don't know why I keep doing that. I don't know. Your voice went very high then, isn't it? Well. <laughs> hello. <Ooh>. However. <laughs> hello. However, his assistant turns it
1: to level six. You know, Carl is a kinky so and so, don't you? She probably gets up to all sorts of colitis, you know. Well, she does in the book. She does in the book,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we really, like, we should get sales on this book because if people listen to this, they're going to be like, I oh, really need to buy this book. <laughs> yeah, it gets re- it's in the top sellers next week. <laughs> I bet you at least one person who listens to this podcast buys
1: the book off eBay oh, yeah. or Amazon. I'd like to yeah. hope so, yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah. Mm hmm. And the word Back is the word is perv. <laughs> that's the uh, word. Well, that's usually the word we you. Hey. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. What? Backer flash. Aura is teaching him to fly her shuttle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. While kissing him and making it a very uncomfortable driving lesson, mm-hmm. but you know, driving lessons you've
1: had before. Hey, my driving, my driving <laughs> teacher was a, a middle-aged puddling man. Yep. Oh, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She gives him direction and tells him a bit about the history of the area. Mm -hmm. Ming pits the worlds against each other. Flash says, why don't they just team up and overthrow him? But the concept of teaming up isn't one she knows.
1: I find that hard to believe.
0: You don't think she understands the meaning of teaming up?
1: Oh, I'm telling you, she's been in a few teams in in her time, I tell you. <laughs> you <believe? laughs> Your time or <laughs> her time? time, my time, her time, anybody's time. Mongo time, Mongo ta- meantime,
0: Mingo time,
1: me mine, Mango time, me and my Mingo. Mango Mango time would be good, right? <laughs> this sounds very Caribbean.
0: <laughs> it sounds like there should be like steel drums playing. <laughs> mango meantime, yeah. Mang- m- mango Mingo Mongo time. Man-
1: yeah, i a bit of Ringo Back, time as well.
0: Oh, uh, Ringo time. Slightly out of time with the rest yeah. of the band. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair, Paul. Ringo was very good. He was. He was. He was a drummer. Back with Dale. She's surrounded by courtesans. Ooh. Nice word. <laughs> oh, that poked you up a yeah. bit.
1: Yeah. Cool. I'm always perked up by a courtesan. I've heard.
0: And occasionally a eunuch. Are one you nick? A drink. You,
2: Nick.
1: <laughs> yeah. he, have you still got one ball? <laughs> it's just a nick. <laughs> they just nicked it. Yeah, just, yeah. A, just a slight twinge. Just a
0: twinge. One offers a drink that will help her time with me become more bearable. Dale asks if it will help her forget. Meh, no, but it'll make you, you know, not mind remembering. God, I'd love a drink like that. <laughs> she takes a drink. And she likes it. She does. She And she uh, she gets boozed up, doesn't she? Back in our shuttle, she uses a
1: thought amplifier to reach out to Baron. I don't like the idea of this. Why? I have the trouble concentrating at the best of times. So you want like a device where you can just think and it will communicate no, with somebody? No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no.
1: I don't want anyone else getting inside here. Trust me. Yeah, because... The echo would definitely. <laughs> There's places in here you don't want to go. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> mm,
0: interesting. Mm. Flash asks if he can call Dale on this. Now, at first, Aura refuses him, but Flash says he has to persuade her better than that. Mm-hmm. Flash puts the shuttle into a deep dive. Does. Trying to scur her. Mm-hmm. He's going to crash it if Aura doesn't let him communicate
1: with Dale. She agrees, and Flash levels out I'm surprised she's frightened I mean it's probably not the first time she's been involved in a deep dive
0: (laughs) that's terrible I'm glad you said it you laughed didn't you you laughed it It was funny yeah hold on let me just I gonna make pulled the joke (laughs) let me just make that down (laughs) put in my calendar lovely I like to remember those special moments so you can cut them out yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then I'll just do it yeah (laughs) it's not the first time that Princess (laughs) Aura Dale not drunk on the bed at all Mm -hmm. hears Flash's voice in her head as Flash uses his mind to speak to her you wouldn't think he'd have room but okay
1: yes I know all that deep philosophy (laughs) yeah Aura is kissing Flash you know every time you say Aura sometimes it comes it comes out more like oral that's just your wishful thinking. No, he does really. It does. It sounds really? like you're saying "oral" sometimes, hmm. princess oral. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'll I'll try to pronounce it better. Freudian slip, perhaps. Yeah, maybe it's what you're hearing, not what I'm saying. <laughs> or "oral," a u r a l. Yeah. Mm. Possibly. He mm-hmm. tells her he's on his way to Abora to get help. Dale tells him she's locked in Ming's bedroom. That's right. Fake him out, says Flash.
2: <laughs> are, you waiting for a, are you waiting for
0: something from <laughs> me? <laughs> I don't wait for anything. You know, you are part of the podcast. I've got
1: nothing here. Come on, <laughs>
0: hey, fill your boots. Dale tells Flash not to come back. Flash, distracted by auras, touch, thinks, oh, "The girl is really turning me on." <laughs> Whoa, that was a bit. <laughs> All right. Okay, you're yeah, getting into these roles, aren't eh? you? Yeah, yeah. Which is picked up by Dale. Confused, she asks Flash to say it again. Flash pushes her away, but Dale has to hang up because somebody is arriving. <laughs> it's like carry-on Flash Gordon,
1: this, isn't it? It is, yeah.
0: Like doors closing, people mm-hmm. coming in and mm-hmm. leaving. A woman enters the bedroom and pours another drink. Dale insists she has some. At first, she refuses as a slave like her is
1: not allowed to drink. But Dale insists. Yeah, I feel bad for this slave girl, because you never see her again. You know she got executed because of this, don't you?
0: That's true, right? Mm. There's no remorse from Dale. No, no. Doesn't care? No. Ridiculous. I know. Back with Zerkov, Clytus is questioning him. Who are you? Zerkov, now seemingly brainwashed, says his name and a number... Then he is a member of the Imperial Anti-Insurgent Espionage Group. Yes, <laughs> you said that very well. The shuttle finally approaches Arborea, mm-hmm. which is a forest planet,
1: mm-hmm. hence the name,
0: and they land in what looks like Yoda's homeworld.
1: But not as good. Yeah, no, I'll
0: take it back. They're, they're
1: good.
0: It's a good set, this. It's good. Just less expensive. Yeah. Ming enters his bedroom and sees Dale half-covered in blankets. He touches a leg. He doesn't realise... And takes a cushion off her face. Oh, what does he not realise? It's not Dale!
1: It's the slave. I mean, he still would, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, obviously he executed her the day after. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, he, he's, he's already took his belt off.
0: Dale, outside, lures her guard and attacks him. She grabs his gun, shoots at another guard,
1: does some gymnastics suddenly, yes.
0: which I guess is part of her uh,
1: cheerleader skills. <laughs> How did Min conquer the galaxy or the universe or whatever he's conquered with these bozos as his soldiers? I don't know,
0: And why did it make that weird sound when they
1: die? Yes, it's it's like the um like the gears like are all going. Yeah, or a pig squeal. <laughs> <or something>. Yes, <laughs> squeal like a pig.
0: <laughs> she kills another one, then a third, then another guard, who apparently is just strolling along, not concerned <laughs> by all the bodies around him. And then he reaches her, and then for some reason she uses her gun as a club mm-hmm. and hits him with it instead of shooting him. Do you see that guy? He's just like, low, 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 <laughs> along. First down the
2: dropped. job.
1: First down the job. Yeah. Hey,
0: maybe it was. You're right. He's hmm.
1: like, oh, that's weird. Everyone sleeps? Wow. <laughs> it's my kind of job. <laughs> From, and some crazy vint uh, whacks you in the face with a gun.
0: Yeah, not for the first time. Yeah. And then she drops the gun and runs off. Mm. Why does she drop it? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, she's using it as a club. Why didn't she just continue using it as a club? Maybe it's run out. Run out of clubbing power? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. The pilot security picks Dale up on the scanners and they activate Agent Zerkov. Dale runs down some corridors and runs into Zerkov. She tells him about speaking to Flash, that he's alive, and going to Arboria to get help. Now, Klytus is watching and listening to all this on a monitor. Yes. What will we do, she asks. Zarkov asks her to give him a minute. I'll think
1: about it. Mm-hmm.
2: It's
0: like, no, no, no. Tell me what to do now. We ain't got time. <laughs> think about it.
1: Well, in all fairness, they are on this incredibly slow-moving conveyor belt. So, That's true. They've got plenty of time before they reach the end of it.
0: Yeah, they're like cuddly toy. Mm. He <laughs> doesn't look like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke no one's gonna get. No, I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clyde just tells the assistant to unseal the city and let it exit with Agent Zarkov. Mm-hmm. Zarkov says he thinks he can find a safe way out. And you're not sure whether he's working as agent Zerkov or he's telling the truth, right?
2: hmm
0: hmm Ming enters the security room. Clitus tells him that Flash Gordon is alive. The assistant says Flash was revived and spirit away by a traitor. Ming yells, what traitor? And Clitus replies that he has his suspicions but needs to pursue them his way. Stop at nothing to close Ming. No matter to whom the trail leads, asks Clitus. He kind of knows who this trail is going to lead to, right? He does. I, see he's bang- I think he's playing a long game, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Ming says, at nothing, confirming this. Back at Mm Aboria, Flash and Aura have landed and are watching an initiation ceremony, but they have to hide until it's finished. Yep. Now, a group of men in green, Robin Hood-style outfits,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: are stood around a tree stump, banging wooden poles into the ground. Although, they sound like they're banging a different kind of pole. They do a bit, don't they? There's a lot of... Uh, uh. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aura says, I love
1: initiations. She does. She she like, likes executions as well. She likes banging palms. <laughs> I think we've established that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, a young Blue Peter presenter says he is of age. Yes, it's
1: Peter Duncan. Mm. Should we explain for our foreign listeners we do have a few. What Pete, What Blue Peter is, if they don't know?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Blue Peter is a very long running, very very long running, um, kids. What would you call it? Magazine type show. Yeah, TV yeah, show you information, mm-hmm.
0: entertainment, news, and how to do
1: things. Yeah. And, and they had a, a a list of revolving presenters. I, I don't mean they stood mm-hmm. there and revolved. I mean <laughs> just <yeah>. turn round <laughs> and round
0: like like on a spit.
1: And he was he was in uh, sort of our early '80s generation of presenter, wasn't he, Peter Duncan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I actually remember him doing a a segment on Blue Peter at the time while he was in it.
0: Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy. Yeah. It amuses us. Yeah. Yeah. So he says he's of age, and the old man says, Choose your passage.
1: Oh, when an old man asks you to choose your passage, I mean. You choose carefully, right? Oh, very carefully. You don't choose the old man's for a start.
0: No, no, no. 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 no,
1: no. So there's
0: a creature living in this tree stump and you're explaining young, you're explaining this bit very well colin carry on and the young initiative yes. has to put his hand into the tree and remove the hand before the creature has attacked it and poisoned you that's right, right? yes that's it yeah. yeah in a nutshell and so he tries one and it draws blood from the young guy and then he has to be delivered from the madness because apparently this
1: poison drives you insane mm-hmm. and And the Baron kills him. Prince Baron just kills him. The Don plays this almost like he's enjoying it, doesn't he? You get that from him?
2: I think he's
0: acting,
1: Paul. You know these are actors. No, no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's playing it as if the character is enjoying
0: it. Well, let's think about this. Maybe he's enjoying it because he knows that everybody who's young and up and coming is going to eventually. Take his position uh, as Baron, uh, yes. as Prince Baron. Yes. So, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's if they're they're killing him now, it's one less to worry about later in life, right?
1: That's a very you way of putting it, Colin. <laughs> a you wait, wait, a me <laughs> way of putting it, that's tough, right? You have insulted me consistently I'm, not, for this I'm not insulting you at all. I'm giving you compliments. Yeah, it, it, sound it, like it. Means I'm you're a very dynamic mind, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe not right at this moment
2: but
1: (laughs) don't look at me like
0: that so princess Aura approaches and baron is pleased to see her but she says she can't stay and reveals that she just brought flash Mm -hmm. now baron is annoyed back from the dead he says i knew you were into many things i didn't know you were into necrophilia (laughs) oh i bet he did yeah he's (laughs) like he's like you got a A list, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she. We already
1: established she likes to put mirrors in coffins. So, I mean, that's true. mm -hmm.
0: Aura asks him to look after Flash. Baron says, "I will in my (laughs)
2: larder."
1: (laughs) Larder. Didn't you have a larder when you were a kid? Oh no, you had a Volvo, didn't you?
0: Oh, (laughs) no, no, it's not that kind. Wait. It's ladder, as in. I, you, I know, wait, I know. Are you uh, comedic? I know, and I was doing this. Yeah. I, was, I was going the other way. No, no. I actually, had a ladder for a while. Did you? Yeah, ladder Estate. Very solid cars. That's what my dad kept saying. It's built like a tank. He would say. Mm. He's like, he wants to drive a tank. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, there
1: you
0: go. Aura <laughs> tells Baron, "If he kills Flash, you'll never have her again." Mm-hmm. And this wins him over and they kiss. Yep. Flash wonders if anybody trusts her twice. would not trust her once? No. Now, Zarkov and Dale are flying away from the city. Zarkov reveals that his mind wasn't wiped. You can't beat the human spirit. Now, suddenly, Hawkmen appear. Out of nowhere? Yep. But I, I guess that they're, they're flying around. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. patrols. 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 All right. Hawk patrols. Yeah, yeah. Back on Alboria. Baron has flashed,
1: lowered into a swamp. He does. Uh, why doesn't he just... I mean, I know why doesn't kill him. Because he doesn't want to upset Aura, does he? Right. But what he does do later doesn't make any sense either, so... Well, he wants it to seem like an accident, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. he's committed some
0: crime, so...
1: But something happens in a bit, to... in, a little, in a, w- a little while, and I'll, when we get there, I'll point out the flaw in his plan. Okay. All right.
0: Back in Ming's palace, Aura's been tortured by Clitus. She's being whipped. Yes.
1: Uh, say <laughs> Shall we mention the book again? If you'd like. Um she's kind of enjoying it in the book, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't not enjoying it
0: as much in the film, but in the book, yes.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Aura says he's mad and jealous. Clitus says, Bring me the bar worms.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the cool. bar worms? Get a little more detail in the book. They do, yes. No, you. I hadn't read it when you told me about this bit. You actually sent me. A, um, you took a picture of the passage. Mm-hmm. Of the, yeah. <laughs> the passage. <laughs> 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 and I, frankly, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Yeah. I always assume that the borworms kind of went in, uh, in through maybe the eye sockets or something like that, or the ears or the nose. No, apparently not. Apparently it-
0: Nope, nope, they go somewhere else okay. and there in the book there's some indication that she might actually
1: enjoy it. Yes. Mm. Very strange. Yes. I wonder what this guy was thinking when he wrote uh, when he wrote. Well it. I know what I know what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Aura screams. You think he typed it with one hand?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Aura screams and says a fav will have his head for this and demands to see him. Kleiser says, with pleasure. And a view screen appears. Kleiss has asked Ming if they should stop the torture, but Ming tells him to carry on. He does. On Aboria, Baron is questioning his trust in Aura. He says he's going to kill Gordon now, but his assistant, Fico, has better idea. I
1: thought his name was Biro. Oh no, Biro,
0: Biro. No. I thought it was. Actually, I think it's pronounced Fico rather than Fico, Fico. but. Fico. Fico, Fico. On Aboria, Baron is questioning his trust in Aura. He says he's going to kill Gordon now. But he speaks to some other guy and has a bad idea. <laughs> Richard O'Brien. Yeah, Richard O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Gordon's prison is sinking.
1: Meanwhile, the guards add a third prison. Oh, it's the assistant. It is. Now, Flash, at this point, he's, he's got there's a hawk man in the cage with him, isn't it? He's he's trying to hold him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's supporting him, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, this, uh, this assistant pretends that he stole the key and asks if Gordon wants to come with him an escape.
1: This is what I'm saying about the Hawkman. So, I don't get <laughs> for a start, they've got the key, so they get out of the cage. Right. He says to the Hawkman, hang in there, I'll be back. He doesn't, so this Hawkman's dead. Right. Right. But more than that, why doesn't everyone escape?
0: Um, because the Hawkman's wings won't fit through the... Uh... Oh, did they get him in there then? <laughs> um, but and What about the, the lizard Hulk... men that are in there as well? The, the, the Hawkman is too tired to escape.
1: I'm not being funny, but if he said, well, I'm going to escape, you just hang in here and I'll be back. Well, no, if it's all the same to you, I'm coming with you.
0: Because the Hawkman is, uh, um, yeah.
1: Okay. Makes no sense. No. Okay. Killed him. Wait. Heartless. Yeah. Yeah. Just left him to die. Thought yeah. he would made a friend. Bastard. He said, yeah, I'll stay here, Flash. Don't you worry about that. I'll... I trust you. You've got a trustworthy face.
0: Dead. Well, let's assume he got out later.
1: Nah, he's dead.
2: Can't trust anyone. Can't
1: trust anyone.
2: No.
0: In Ming's palace, Clytus is congratulated for a nice confession. Mm -hmm. Shall I kill her? He asks Ming. No, that would be too kind. Ming says to send her to the Cavern of Lights on Phrygia. That
1: will cool her nature. So this is where I think that um, Clytus is playing a long game because it doesn't mean tell him that afterwards he'll maybe he'll marry her off to him. Yes, he does. Yeah, which is what Clytus wants, right? Mm. So I think he's playing a long game all the way through this.
0: Yeah, it's kind of smart, right? Mm,
1: yeah, Clytus is—he's probably one of the smartest people in the movie. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Zarkoff and Dale are taken to the incredibly realistic painting of Hawk City, aren't they? Uh, Volton's having a, a party as they arrive. Mm-hmm. And he tells them all that he's going to turn them into Ming. Ming? Mang. <laughs> Who's he? <that>? Oh, <laughs> I'm recasting now. That uh, he's going to turn them into, uh, into Ming. And he's going to do this because it'll um, help him bide his time to prepare to try and overthrow him in the end. Turn him
0: into Ming? They I mean they're going to paint him uh, like, with a little beard on his face <laughs> and put him in
1: weird gowns? What,
0: what do you mean, turn him into Ming? We you gonna, mean
1: hand him over? We're going to turn him into Ming and then we're going to turn you into Ming.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But he's, he, he's basically going to do it because he's going to he's going to bide their time so that they can prepare their weapons, he says. Right. Over- so they are planning to overthrow Ming at some point. Eventually. Just not right now. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. It, it's the same excuse you use for writing, isn't it, Colin? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the very same <laughs> So they tell, they tell Voltan that Flash is still alive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Um, this is when the immortal Brian Blessed gets his line, Gordon's alive! That we all know and love. Wonderful. Did I do, did I do that? Well. Perfectly. Yes, thank you. Now, apparently, Dale's reaction as Blessed pinches a bomb was genuine, you know. Oh, she didn't expect it? He, he, he completely improvised that bit, so she didn't know he was going to do it. You kind of know that when you're with Brian, the bum's going to be pinched (laughs) off. It's it's a given, right? I was going to say, it seems like a very Brian-blessed thing to do. It does, yeah. I mean, I don't know the man, but I always get the impression he's probably a bit dirty and smelly, don't you? I don't know about that. I'm not casting aspersions, you know, but he probably doesn't think much of me either. No. I mean, I love the the guy. I love him. I've heard what he says about you. (laughs) He's got a big voice. Um No, I like Brian Blessed. I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zerkov tells Voltan that Flash is going to get help right now in Aboria, And this is a fact that Voltan finds uh, very, very laughable. He gets very amused quite a lot. He does, especially by anything to do with Prince Baron.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, meanwhile, what are we calling uh, Baron's friend? Uh, let's go with um, Fico. Okay, so meanwhile, Fico, Richard O'Brien, um, has escaped with Flash and um, takes him to the stump. The Tree Stumpville
0: place. Is that what it's called? Tree Stumpville, that's it, yeah. Tree Stumpville. All
1: right. And it's revealed that it's all a big stitch up. What a shocker. Yeah. Um, Baron appears, and he makes Flash play the Wood Beast game with him. The what game? The Wood Beast game. Oh. As opposed to the biscuit game, which is something completely different. Okay. You're looking at me like you don't know what that is. Does it involve cookies? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's something that uh, apparently people play in public schools. So I've been told. Really? Been told. I don't know anything about that. You don't know what this What, what is it? No. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell that. you later. I'll tell you later off the air. <laughs> okay. I'm sure there are some people listening that know what it is. Do you think any of our listeners went to public school, no, but I'm pretty sure that there's that some of them know what the biscuit game is, oh okay, I, mean, I did not go to public school, but I know what it is. I guess some of your friends did actually yes, one or two did yeah,
0: yeah, but they know what it is. they're listening right now,
1: you know who you are <laughs> all right after uh, <laughs> after a few um goes at the the wood beast game, Baron. Mm-hmm. Decides, enough of this. This isn't going the way that I planned it.
0: Yeah, so he changed the rules. He
1: changes the rules and makes Flash have a second go after his first go. Yeah, sneaky sod. Mm-hmm. So Flash, seeing the way that the this is going to go, he's, I mean, he's literally going to make him do it until he gets bitten. Mm-hmm. Um, thinks to himself, Ah, you're not counting on my smarts. Flash's got the brains. Because what he does, yeah. what he does is he Surprised. fakes being bitten. Yeah. And um, grabs Baron's sword and swings out into the forest. And it did amuse me. This is the second time where he does it. You remember the um, you lunatic moment in the space capsule? Yes. Again, we get, Trick your Baron as he grabs his sword. <laughs> yeah, right. It's very it com- is a weird thing. It's a very comic book moment. It is, yeah. So he disappears into the woods and Prince Baron stands and shouts, I hunt him alone. Why? if they come to fard to pay for extra <laughs> tea break yeah just just one Dalton allowed yeah yeah. so Flash runs through the forest only to uh, run straight into a, a big dose of quicksang uh, luckily he manages to pull himself out right into the arms of an inflatable blumange creature <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what it is isn't yeah. it it's a big rubber it ball it is a rubber ball plastic leg grabs him Yeah. stuffed with blumange. Blamange. It looks like Blamange, doesn't it? Okay. That um, what's it called? What's the really cheap and nasty stuff that people used to buy when we were kids? Um, used to, it was like milky stuff and it used to set. Angel's it, delight. Oh yeah, it looks like that, doesn't it? Okay. Angel delight. <coughs> horrible, yeah. horrible stuff. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't like it. No. We don't like anything, though,
0: do you? Yeah, I like everything.
1: You love everything.
0: Well, one of, don't one like
1: fruitcake, though, do you? Who likes fruitcake? Nobody likes fruitcake. I cake. like fruitcake and cheesecake.
0: Yeah, I like cheesecake. Yeah, like, wait, you. I like, Why should you include cheesecake? Because, because we've, totally had this, we've
1: had this argument. I like cheesecake with fruit in it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's not the same as a fruitcake. Yeah, but you don't like that either? No, I like cheesecake. Mm. I don't like fruitcake. I like fruit. I don't like fruit on a cheesecake.
1: Well, just so you
2: know.
0: Just... But, but by the way, but if it is there, I'll eat it. It's not like it's an abomination. I'm just not keen on it. Oh. I just
1: don't see the point. Well, I'll get some nice fruitcake and some uh, fruity cheesecake, and uh, I'll finish it off with... Um... <laughs> and I'll take that fruitcake
0: and put it where those worms go.
1: <laughs> right where my oof is. Yes. Moves come out. All right. Right up. Okay. So, um, luckily, Baron appears mm. and um, he shoots the monster before leveling yep. his weapon at Flash. Now, this is where the flaw in his plan is. Why not just sh- let the monster eat Flash? Then he could just say to, because the plan's still valid at this point. He could say to Aura, "Well, Flash escaped, ran off into the forest, got eaten by this big Blumange creature. But not my fault." I tried yeah. I tried to save him. Maybe the prince has second thoughts about it. He started to like Flash. Well no, because now he's just gonna kill him anyway. He shoots the creature and then levels the weapon at Flash. And he maybe and he um, actually says, This is one grave you won't be returning from. Maybe Prince Baron's just an idiot. I think he might well be. Yeah. Okay. Um, but suddenly a Hawkman appears who's presumably been just standing to the side watching this whole thing play uh, out yeah he's like I'll wait till it gets really drastic yeah. and then I'll, step, <laughs>
0: I'll in. step in
1: and he shoots the weapon from Baron's hand and he captures them both yeah meanwhile Clytus is on his ship which is a great looking model by the way isn't it yeah but he apparently has a
0: bed on the bridge <laughs> wouldn't
1: oh you'd have a bed on your bridge wouldn't
0: you that's kind of weird, though, isn't it? He's like, oh, just snoozing on the bridge, and then it opens up, and there he is with pillows and stuff, and he's like, oh, hello. And when it opens
1: up, it makes a weird noise, doesn't it? It like a, Well, maybe he's, that's his waking up noise. Maybe that's what Clyde says in the morning. He's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? What's going on?
1: It, it sounds like it, yeah, could be.
0: Is it, bread, is it money or breakfast? I want bacon and then two oofs.
1: No, oofs, not not, not earths, oofs, oofs. <laughs> so so he's uh, he's flying to Hawk City and mm-hmm. his men wake him up from his... Um, it's an incredibly comfy-looking orthopedic bed, though, isn't it? I mean, because it's sort of at an angle. It's probably, got, you yeah, need, it's probably comfortable. It just,
0: you like beds at an angle? Oh, yeah. kind of like them just flat.
1: Yeah, it's apparently good for you. What bed in an angle? Yeah. Okay. So I've been heard. So I've been heard. So I've been told. <laughs> You're always herded. I am. Yeah. Like a cow. <laughs> we called that a few times. Um, yeah, yeah. So his men uh, wake him up and tell him that they've noticed a hawkman patrol flying with banners. They wake him up. Mooning. <laughs> God, sorry. So they wake him up and they to tell him that they've noticed a Hawkman patrol nearby and they're flying with um, Prince Baron and Flash as prisoners. But Kleist tells them, uh, "Just wake me up when uh, we get to Walton's kingdom." And uh, he gets his head back down for another four
0: It's like you, right? Oh, just, 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 uh, just wake me up when something
1: important well, happens. Exactly, I'd be, I'd be annoyed that I've been woken up anyway. Don't have a bed on the bridge, man. Put it somewhere else. <laughs>
0: You'd have a bed in, on your bridge. You know you would. No, I'd have a bed furthest away from the bridge, so at least it takes 10 minutes for him to get a communication to me.
1: <laughs> fair point, fair point. Yeah. So at Hawke City, Flash and Dale have an emotional reunion, and he proposes out of the blue. He does, yeah. Yeah. To, to this woman that he's probably met for, what, how many hours? 12 hours, maybe? Tops?
0: Well, yeah, unless we're in movie time. Oh, sorry, 12 mingo started. mean time. Yeah. Our funny minutes in movie time. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So Baron argues that no prince of Mongo can be held ransom without trial by combat. So Volton thinks that he wants to that he's going to fight him. Obviously.
0: But yeah, but did you did you notice when he said trial by combat, the two guards behind flash turn their heads, and there's a noise attached to it. Was it a bit like that noise
1: that you just made then? Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, they turn their heads, and it goes. Yeah, they do, don't they? they make little bird noises, yeah. don't they? It's a weird comic noise. Uh, but he doesn't want to fight Voltan. Oddly, he chooses Flash. So he's really got yeah. it in for Flash, hasn't he? He does, yeah, because, well, he's a rival for Aura, right? Yeah, he's got it in for Flash because he knows Flash is... Uh...
0: Got it in for
2: Aura. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Teamwork. So we get a really well done uh, action sequence here, don't we? On a floating disc with metal spikes and uh, real, do, yeah. real ball whips, apparently, as well they were.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't figure out what those spikes are made of. Cause, and I can't figure out how do you avoid them.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure when I, um, there was like a, a little making of thing that, you, that was shown on TV at the time when it was released. And I, and I have a vague memory of them saying in it that that some of the spikes were fake, but some of them were actually metal, and, okay. and they had to really plan around the metal ones so that there wasn't any injuries. Of which there were apparently they did they did the stuntmen did hurt themselves a couple of times.
0: I'm not surprised. It does look dangerous.
1: I also read though that apparently the silver paint on the disc kept rubbing off onto the actors all the time as well. Ah, so they end up silver. Mm. They had to keep stopping to wipe everyone down. Okay. But it's a pretty brutal fight, isn't it? And the, the, I mean, the, the makeups on, on the cuts look very real, actually. It's the realist, most realistic makeup in the film. (laughs) Yes. Um, while they're fighting as well, Dale does the I love you flash, but we only have four, what is it, 14 hours to save the earth or whatever? Right, right. And also, like,
0: Timothy Dalton, he loves the word bastard in this film. Oh, yeah,
1: he's bastard
0: this, bastard that.
1: And he says it with a northern accent as well, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, but nothing else is northern except that word. Yeah,
1: I mean, he does a great one near the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Flash wins, finally, and Baron is left dangling over the edge. But Flash, being the better man of the two, takes Baron's hand and pulls him back up. Mm. Amazed by the humanity, Baron takes Flash's hand Will you go, I follow, he says. I hope not everywhere. The Bathroom. Yeah. Uh, well, get a way outside, please. Especially when you... Imagine coming in with me.
2: No. Would you
1: follow me I everywhere I go? No. <laughs> That's not t- some, of those, not some of those clubs you go to. <laughs> you know, that no was the truest thing I think you've ever said to me. <laughs> yeah, really? <Yes. laughs> no, no thought. You didn't even have to think about it no not at all it was just reaction to the, what you were saying yes I could tell so Claritus finally arrives and he's less than impressed with all that's been going on and he orders Zarkov to be taken away and executed doesn't he mm-hmm. or liquidated for treachery yeah mm. for in a blender yeah he places Baron under arrest and he makes a crack about how he thinks Aura probably enjoyed being tortured and let's face it wouldn't be a shocker, would it? No. No. But Flash and Baron double team him. Well, I mean, they. Wait, what? Whoa! <laughs> Are you reading the book again? What's going on? I mean, they gang up on him. They, they beat him up. Oh, okay. Quick punch to the stomach. And then they Quah. toss him onto a spike. Whew. And weirdly, his eyeballs and his tongue pop out of his mask. Yeah. Now, they do. This bit always freaked me out as a kid. Oh, it did?
2: Yeah, I didn't like this bit.
0: No. You don't know, like eyeballs coming out and tongues coming out? I've got a out. thing about eyes. I don't like eyes. Oh, okay. You've not got a thing about tongues then, just the eyes. Mainly eyes. Oh, okay.
1: Tongues are fine. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just anything to do with eyes. Piercing eyes, fiddling with eyes. I don't even like looking at eyes.
0: No, is that why you're always looking away when people are walking towards you? How do you not know do that? Because... You don't like eyes. It's obvious. I can see it. You're not even looking at me now. You're looking at the, slightly to the left.
1: Am I? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, so Klytus uh, is dead. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian tries... Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian.
0: Brian's this bloke. He was, like, cleaning one of the uh, aqueducts <laughs> out. The river flows by, and he was just scrubbing away, and then he turned up, and he's like, oh, do you want anything else doing? And they were like, oh, Brian. I'm going to kill everybody.
1: (laughs) I'm Brian, and so is my wife. Um, You're Brian. Oh, hello, Brian. Hey, how you doing? Um, So Baron tries to get Voltan to uh, join in an uprising, but he's having none of it, and he orders his men to evacuate. So leaving... We all go to
0: the bathroom. (laughs) Vacuum.
1: So leaving Flash, Dale, and Zarkov, and Baron alone on the city... All the Hawkmen t- take a hike. Yep. Well, they don't take a hike. They
2: fly. They fly off. Yeah.
1: Suddenly, Ming arrives in his warship, capturing Dale, Zarkov, and Baron, but leaving Flash on the floating city by himself. Mm. Taking his personal lander to the city, Ming offers Flash the chance to, to join him. And that once he says that once he's finished with Earth, he could give the planet to Flash to let him rule it in Ming's name. But Fash turns him down. Yeah. Would you turn it down? Oh, well, let's think about that. Look at him. Look at him like he's got to think about it.
0: I mean, I'd have to make some
1: changes
0: and some decisions about it. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's an attractive
1: offer. <laughs> I think that's a yes. <laughs> you heard it here. That's a yes. Okay. So Ming returns to his warship and he orders it to fire on the city, and everything starts to explode around Flash. But luckily, he stumbles upon a rocket cycle, and he makes his escape. Mm. How does he know how to fly it? Man, there's only three buttons on the whole thing, anyway, isn't there?
0: Really? Yeah. Plus, your choice is die in a fiery explosion or figure out how to fly this rocket cycle. You're gonna learn quickly.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, there's always this question, isn't there? Why is there a rocket cycle on uh, a city where everyone that lives on it has got wings?
0: I don't think that's a question we need to think about. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> All right. They have visitors, Paul. But they carry people, don't they? We've they already seen trade. them carry people.
0: Yeah, but you don't have to carry everybody. You want people to visit. Where you, like, you You got friends on another planet. You, you don't want them calling going, going, um, we'd like to come over, can you come and get us? No, you want them to come on their
1: own speed. Maybe they also use it for, for the shopping as well. Wait, they can't carry their own shopping? Well, you know, sometimes, you know... Two I arms, manage. Two arms isn't enough sometimes, is it, you know? So they want to cycle? Yeah, but sometimes you need to take the car, don't you? All
0: right, yeah, good point. You there know? you go, you've yeah. answered your own question. Yes. Made yourself look foolish. Well, no, I made
1: all these people that question it look foolish. We've sorted it out. You? We've, no, we've you? sorted it out. We've sorted it Nobody out here. Nobody was
0: questioning here. this except you. No. No, just you.
1: Somewhere. Idiot. <laughs> so <laughs> Volton and his men, are sulking back on Oboria, and Volton admits that he'd do things differently if he could, if he had it all over again. Mm-hmm. The the man who ridders of Clitus should be avenged, says one of his men. And from the looks of his hot men, they've had a third dose of Clitus in the past, haven't they? They have, yeah. yeah causes uh, loss of feathers, I, be, yeah. I believe. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: At that moment, Flash flying blind on his rocket cycle radios Voltan he's alive again Voltan thanks him for giving him a second chance and agrees to join forces this time
2: yay
1: so back at the city Dale is being prepared for the wedding to Ming when Aura is tossed into the room so after a brief pillow fight Aura oh, convinces
2: do,
1: Aura convinces yeah. Dale that she's uh, changed that she's not the evil um, heartless piece of work that she was at the start of the movie yeah. And uh, then she instantly asks her to go and poison her dad. So you think that's not really changed then? No, she's just, she's just it's like a sidestep rather than a... She's switched allegiance. I think so, yeah. She's still. But she's still as evil she's as She's still before. the same inside, isn't she? She's just yeah. sidestepped the issue. Yeah. Um, But Dale says that she's not going to do that because uh, she's the better person because she's human. She's from Earth. Earth people don't do things like that. I mean, we, Earth hmm. people have never done anything so disgusting as poison anyone, have they? Nope. No. Nope. 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 We're, no, we're above that. We're all good people. Yep. So, outside, a guard informs Carla that Flash is approaching the city on his cycle. And she orders the city to open fire, badly. I mean, Yeah, he got a mess. And he escapes. Oh. And she orders a warship to, uh, to go and chase him down. Yep. This warship's probably the best um model in the whole movie, isn't it?
2: Um I don't know,
1: I like some of the other models. I like I think in, in terms of, in terms of capturing the essence of the old cereals from the thirties. Hmm. I mean it's pretty okay. much a carbon copy of what those ships used to look like. Yeah, yeah. Although I think that they were just washing up bottles with sprinklers stuck in the end of them, 'em, weren't they? Probably. Mm-hmm. So the warship pursues Flash, firing at him badly again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he flies. Stormtrooper school of shooters. Absolutely. And he flies into a cloud where Volton and his Hawkmen are waiting above. Mm-hmm. It's an ambush. So the captain of the warship orders the cloud electrified to try and flush him out, but nothing happens. No. So they decide to go in after him. Big mistake. Big mistake because as the ship emerges through the cloud, the Hawkmen attack. And this this is a really good battle sequence, isn't it? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. With um, you've got space blasters, swords, and a rubber man falling off a wing.
0: And they they repel borders like they're in some kind of. They do. Sailing ship.
1: And it's all put to some really good Queen rock music as well, which really lifts yes. it. Really lifts it, doesn't it? Yep. Does totally. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the effects are a bit ropey, but it doesn't spoil it, as we said. So planting a bomb on the side of the ship, a hawkman is hit. See, I have a question about this. Why do the hawkmen have mines? They never attack. But they're planning the, the, to attack. Were they at planning? some point? Aren't they? They said. So
0: they. Oh, so, okay. So they built these mines for this future attack. Yeah.
1: Okay. And that's suppose they'd have to fight his ships. But then again, he only seems to have the one ship, Ming, doesn't he? Mm. They don't launch another warship. Nope. They just won't launch one. Yeah. yeah. So they plant this bomb on the side of the of the ship, but the Hawkman's hit. Luckily, they just winged him. Good line. Yeah, it is. And Flash and Voltan managed to blow a hole in the side of the ship anyway and get inside, and they take it over. They do, yeah. So back in the city, the wedding preparations are in full swing, and Baron and Zarkoff are just strung up in a jail cell. Yeah, and isn't um, Flash... Garden Flash lives or something. Long live right? Flash or something's written. Who on. wrote that? It, it couldn't be them because they're strung up.
0: Yeah, and isn't everybody who's in that cell strung up? Maybe. Oh, go on. Let's see how you go with this uh, one. Maybe
1: the 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 mythos of Flash now has been spreading all through. Um... So somebody sneaked into the cell who wasn't prisoner, wrote it, and then sneaked out again. And maybe there's a fifth column amongst Ming's uh, troops. They don't want to mm-hmm. be Ming's uh, bully boys anymore, do they?
0: Every time I see Princess Aura, I have a fifth column.
1: It's almost like I set that up for you, isn't it? I did <laughs> but, no, but not
2: quite.
1: <laughs> Luckily for them, though, Aura does... Uh, Appear because she outsmarts her highly intelligent guard by dropping her cloak, asking him to pick it up, and then oh. stabbing him with a pair of knitting needles that she's got stuffed in her belt for some reason. Mm-hmm. So she breaks into their cell, releasing them. Baron uh, Baron picks up one of the guns and he leads them out. Mm-hmm. Now he and Zarkoff head one way as uh, she goes back to the wedding before she's being missed. So back on the warship, Fashion Vulton's plan is to fly the warship into the city's defence shield, shorten mm-hmm. it out so that they can then fly in and invade. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. It does. Now this is where Flash tunes in to Mingo City FM. Like they call it Mingo City Radio, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're
0: listening to Mingo City Radio. None of the hits, but plenty of the whips. For all those traveling to the city today to see our Emperor's 15th wedding, be aware there's going to be a lot of congestion in the air. We have a large flock of hawkmen heading for the parade and procession of Haborians also on the way. So allow some extra time. <laughs> also, a word from Ming. There's definitely not going to be attack on the palace, but if we'll play the first song, today's calling, Princess Aura, would you or wouldn't you? <laughs> And remember, always get the permission of the person who pays for the calls, and all calls are recorded and forwarded to Ming. And now,
1: a track from Queen. (laughs) You missed your calling, you know that, don't you? Thank you. You're you're perfect for hospital radio. Thanks. (laughs) Because that's where I put people. I can put a word in for you if you want. Okay. (laughs) What what he actually gets is uh, the side of Brian May playing The Wedding March.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's what comes through.
1: <laughs> the has being dragged out to the, to, the, to the wedding where Ming's waiting for her. Mm-hmm. And banners are flown in the sky, proclaiming all creatures shall make merry under pain of death. That's how I like a party to begin. That's how your
0: Christmas parties usually start, right? <laughs> that's the way they start and that's the way they end as well. Yeah. So you will enjoy this mm. or you will die. Mm-hmm. Which way do you think it
1: usually goes? I imagine there's less people the next year. <laughs> Something like that. So the the warship is picked up by Carla. I don't mean she picks it up. I mean she picks yeah, it up. Yeah, wow, and... she's big. <laughs> she's been working. I didn't realise she was that huge giant. Animal. She's been working out. Does she eat it? <laughs> she's been working out. So she picks it up on her scanner as it heads for the city, who senses uh, – she senses a rat, and she orders oh. – <laughs> That's this weird scanner. It picks up ships and it picks up and rodents. Right, <laughs> and she orders the city's weapons to fire on it badly again. Mm-hmm. Got a miss. And she uses the excuse on the radio that the city's weapons are being fired in tribute to the emperor.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, because they're still trying to disguise the fact mm-hmm. that they're being attacked. Yeah, and everything's fine. Keep Everything. Yeah,
1: er- nothing to see. Mm-hmm. It's the way I roll.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Voltan says it's time to uh, to bail out of the ship now, but Flash says that he needs to stay at the controls to hold the ship on course. It's a rational transaction, he says. One life for billions. That must be one hell of a planet you men come from, says Voltan. Yeah, not too bad, he replies. Yeah, it's oof. Oof, yes. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so as the Hawkmen fly towards the city, they all sing Flash's praises, don't they? Yeah. Flash...
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: that would be
0: funnier doing that, wouldn't I it? get what he said from the other episode. He said it sounds like Alan Partridge. It's just, it does. It says he's like, Flash, aha, oh, He <laughs> dived to save
1: the universe. But
0: did he? We
1: a 100 people. <laughs> <laughs> so in the city, Baron and Zarkov burst into Carr's control room. Freeze, you bloody bastards, says Baron. Yeah, he lo- <laughs> <laughs> He gets all northern.
0: <laughs> he does. It's weird, right? Mm. I mean, is Timothy Dalton Northern in real life? I think he's Welsh. Oh, well, then, you know, why is he doing that?
1: Because he doesn't do it in any other line. No, land. no. He does say sometimes in Bond as well. I think there's a line in Bond where he says, things are about to turn nasty. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Sure he does. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe maybe he's, he's only Northern
1: when he's angry. He's angry all the time. <laughs> he's Timothy he, he Dalton. He's always angry. That's true.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: But yeah, plus the fact, it's a very strange line to throw into a kid's movie. But there's a few of them, isn't there? Yeah. You know, like lying bitch. hmm Yeah, it's hard. So Carla is killed, and she's, she turns into water for some reason. She just, yeah. she just um, deflates. She sprung a leak. She springs yeah. a leak, yeah. She does. Zarka says that he needs to find a way to deactivate the lightning field before, Earth, before Flash's ship hits it. But Baron says that there's no time and he goes off on one, um, goes on a one-man rampage through the corridors of Ming City, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, gets carried away.
1: I do like the bit when he 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 kneels down in front of the lift with the tri- gun on the tripod, kills the people in the lift, and then manly kicks over the tripod.
0: And uh, yeah, and I think there's another scene where one of the guys just kind of wanders along and gets shot. He does, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of guards just like, "Hmm, hmm, hmm, oh, there's all these dead people. (laughs) Again, maybe he just
1: thinks they're all sleeping. Yeah. So back with the wedding, we have a a bit of a comedy moment where they can't find the ring. Oh, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then come the wedding vows. Do you take this woman to be your empress of the hour? Of the hour? Yes. Not to blast her into space? Until such time as you grow weary of her. He's up for it, does but this, she declines, yeah, obviously.
0: No. D- does this mean she'd be called Dale the
1: Merciless? Dale the Merciless, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, okay. You wouldn't marry him, though, would you? I mean, he's minging. <laughs> I, I like to think that maybe she's a modern woman, that she wouldn't take his name. Oh, she just continued to be called Dale
0: Hardon. Dale Hardon? Dale, Dale Hardon. <laughs> Dale Harden, sorry. So okay, Dale Arden. I think Dale right. I
1: think uh, I think she's actually called Dale Hardon in uh, Flesh Gordon. Dale Hardon Merciless? Dale,
0: yes. <laughs> hmm. no, I, mean, I can see
1: why she would want to marry him. I mean there's no point in her taking her name anyway. She's not gonna be alive for long, is she?
0: That's true. For the hour, remember? Yep, just for the,
1: for the hour. hour. Yeah, for the hour. So Flash's ship is breaking up all around him as it gets closer to the defence shield. Baron suddenly somehow manages to deactivate the lightning field. What he does is he smashes into another control room and he orders a guard to deactivate it. But as the guard goes to the controls, he just shoots him. (laughs) He just shoots him in the back and the whole thing blows up. So give give the fella a chance. Yep, doesn't care. That's what he was doing though. He was obviously going
0: over to do what he'd just been told to do. Well, maybe he wasn't sure. Could have been doing anything he suddenly realised oh I can't trust this guy well he's
2: angry
1: he's always angry he's always angry we said yeah. so the defence screen suddenly goes down around the city and Ming looks up in horror at the sight of Flash's giant ship crashing <laughs> yes keep going with it crashing okay. crashing towards the city mm-hmm. it smashes through the wall of the city and it impales Ming on its spike tip Ooh. This bit always, as a kid, mm-hmm. always looked really real to me when he slides, because he slides himself off the, the, the metal prong of the. He's gone straight through his chest, hasn't he?
2: Yeah.
1: I yep. mean, slides himself off it. I yep. mean, it's an easy effect. I mean, he's just got it under his arm, hasn't he? <laughs> Basically, with a false bit put onto his clothes. Yeah. But it looks pretty good. It does. with, yeah. with the With the green blood trailing behind him as he does it yeah
0: he's not blue blood he's green he's green
1: yeah so he falls to the ground clutching his uh, his chest and Flash leaps out of the ship and picks up the nearest sword and he's about to bring it down on Ming's head but Ming uses his magic ring to hold him at bay one last time Mm -hmm. but Ming's powers fading, and Flash is getting closer and closer so Ming finally turns the ring upon himself and disappears into nothingness The robot from earlier in the movie, the little scanner robot that destroyed, oh, that destroyed the gun in Zarkov's pocket, comes into the room. They think it's going to attack them, but then it knows what, what side it's bread's buttered doesn't it? It does. Because it says, takes one look at everything that's happened and goes, long live Flash! <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine it's
0: internal circuitry. It comes in and goes, we're going to kill everyone over there. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: um, long live Flash! <laughs> It rolls with the punches. It knows. You know, oh, yeah. It's my kind of fact, robot. May-
0: maybe that's the smartest yes. thing in the whole film. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've seen emperors <laughs> come and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you won't believe the number of emperors I've lived through.
1: And I'm still going to be here. Trust me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then we get a big celebration as Baron becomes the new ruler of Mongo, proclaiming a new age of peace with Volton as his general. So I don't think he's going to get that peace with Volta. Is <laughs> he? No, right? It's going to be problems. It's going to be problems.
0: He's going to tell this story about mountain climbing and pooing in his own hood. Yes. Though no, they invite... Uh... <laughs> that's, that's only for people who have seen Brian Blessed in talks. <laughs> he always tells that story. Does he? Yeah, you know that story, right? What's
2: that
1: then?
0: Well, you know know how he's always mountain climbing and looking for the Yeti and doing Everest stuff? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And there was that strong wind and he took a dump and it landed in somebody else's hood or his own hood or something.
1: Did he shout, when he did it and it landed, did he shout, Gordon's
0: alive? I don't think he did, because, you know, it's not called Gordon.
1: He likes to say it. He does,
0: but, you know, it's his catchphrase. That's
1: why he likes to say it. Yeah. Well, So they, uh, they all invite Flash and Dale and Zarkoff to stay on Mongo, but uh, Dale Smiles says, I'm a New York City girl. Hawkmen fly above, forming the words Flash in the sky. and uh, that's, that's convenient that they had that, right? That is. planned out. It's Did you think like, some
0: of them had Flash planned out and some of them had Ming planned out just in just case? In case. But you never know, do you? Yeah, no, no. You're like, what are you doing? I'm on the Ming team. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: gotta do the Ming word just in case. You never know. These these people should get together with that robot. Yeah, they they probably did. They're on the same people. They're like, he's organising it. He's going like, now you fly over here and you do the M, you do the I, you do the N, you do the G, make it big and spectacular. But if you're not needed, we need a flash.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I know which side I'd be on.
0: Yeah, you'd be on the Ming side.
1: (laughs) I'd be on whichever side one. Don't you worry about that. Oh, okay. So uh, as they form the words Flash in the sky, everyone claps, everyone's happy, and that's the end of Flash Gordon. Or is it? Because Mm. we get a mysterious hand that picks up Ming's ring and we hear an evil devilish laugh. And the... (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And the subtitle says the end? Question mark.
0: Oh no! It is. It is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of Flash Gordon. Yeah. So, Colin, what do you think? I don't know why I'm asking, but what do you think, for the benefit of our listeners, if they're still what if they're a, still with us? What, do what you, a
0: char that was. What do
1: you think of Flash Gordon?
0: Um. well, Whew. Love it. It's a great film. Really enjoyed it. It's fun, beautiful colours, uh, production design, costumes. Everyone's great in it. Even the bad acting is fantastic. The great acting is wonderful. I love it. It's the best film ever made. So it's a miss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I always have
1: great fun watching Flash Garden. It's a
0: you know, it's a campy cult classic. You can't go wrong with it.
1: Well, I love this movie too. Oh, I think I saw it three times at the cinema when it came out as a kid, and I've seen it count- oh. countless times since. Oh, weren't that mad? Oh, I saw it three times.
2: Really?
1: Yeah, back at the old Unit 4 in Wigan. Oh,
0: and you had to shout your, uh, your, your pesetas or whatever they were using That's back whatever then? Whatever it was, yeah.
1: I mean, it's a go-to movie for me. It's 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 what I call a pick-me-up movie. You know, you're in a bad mood, you're a bit grumpy, you're a bit, mm-hmm. you know, you're yep. a bit miserable. Stick on Flash Gordon. Yep. I guarantee you'll be smiling by the end of it.
0: Oh, great. So everyone who's listening to the podcast should put it on afterwards. They should. Didn't? They should. Because that's the the mood they'll be in after they've listened mm-hmm. to the podcast.
1: If you read the book, you'll be in a completely different mood. But <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two different things. Yeah. I love the cast. I love the colors. The, the Queen music's fantastic. And as you said, even the naftness of some of the effects just all adds to it, really.
0: And I believe it's one of the first films, except for Tommy, that used this kind of soundtrack.
1: What kind of a, a rock
0: yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. from a proper band there's only Tommy that did it yeah I can see that
1: so yeah there's what's not to love I mean it's completely irrational and goes against everything that that we know as being a good movie Uh but I don't care I love it it's fantastic and it's a massive massive hit so Colin what are we doing next time
0: I believe we're joining the crew of Moonbase Alpha as they struggle to survive when a massive explosion throws the moon from orbit into deep space. That's right. We're heading far into the future. But also 1999 <laughs> with Space 1999. I'm looking forward to this. And you are? And it'll be our second
1: Jerry Anderson as well, won't
0: it? So I'm looking forward to this a lot. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Now, if you'd like to suggest a film or TV show, then you can send an email to retrospection at email.com. You can also follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Retrospecky and on Instagram at Retrospection Podcast, all one word. And please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen. You can also hear the themes and songs from the films and shows we review at our Spotify playlist. And finally, if you'd like to help keep our older episodes online and help new ones coming along, then you can lower our server costs by supporting us via patreon.com forward slash retrospection, and that'll keep the adverts away. Thank you to our current Patreon supporters who make sure another month goes by that Paul doesn't find himself forced to work as a showgirl in Vegas. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and
1: goodbye. Bye.